0: Drop.
1: You ready to smash some meat together until we produce a couple of genuine wrestle boys?
0: Welcome to
2: Genuine Wrestling, a Thank podcast you. before friends made better friends through a love of professional wrestling. I'm Derek.
1: I'm Matt. What?
2: Oh, That's not what Matt sounds like.
1: No, Matt sounds like this. <laughs> I'm Matt. <laughs> I'm Matt. Prove it. Zach's gone today. <laughs> I'm Matt. Prove it. M-Train-Toot-Toot? m trained to toot, toot? Ah! <laughs> How do you how do you feel about Baron Corbin?
2: Break the Okay, that's good. Okay, it's Matt. It's the real Matt.
1: Ooh, just kidding. That was a Matt mask that was, I just tore off. Oh, of Mission Impossible a mask. Actually, it's actually Zach.
3: Is Matt gonna have the entrance at WrestleMania with all the other Mats? Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> that's cool.
1: And one uh, 1920s gangster, CM Punk.
2: Nice, sick. <laughs> Um, You're listening to us on the Eavesdrop Podcast Network. Check out the other shows on the network, like uh, Dealing With It and Roasted Games and the Eavesdrop Podcast. Not per- personal time off because permanent it's, time it's, off. Yeah, because
1: it seems like it. The because
2: cause Koji's not recording anymore because he said it's too difficult to get people to talk about work. Um, you Just need to go to work and do it. Because like, no matter what, in the break room, people... Or just talking about work, it's true, yeah, true. Um, yeah, uh, buy a shirt from us. Go to bit.ly/slash merch boys or uh, bit.ly/slash Derek's trunk and buy a shirt that is from my trunk. Follow us on Wrestle Boys Cast on Twitter, uh, genuine Wrestle Boys on Instagram. Leave a review on your a- I- iOS device bit.ly/slash review
1: boys or just like any other device, but just yeah. you can't use that link.
2: But let us know so we can read it, even if it's bad. I want to read it.
3: Don't leave us a bad review, or I will find you.
1: Okay. I mean, you can leave us a bad review; just leave us a good rating.
2: Yeah, I will still find you. <laughs> um. Don't listen to Los. What is it? Los, Those
1: Ringo Bernabes. Ringo
2: Bernabes. They're fucking enemies. Fuck them. The b- shitty ass podcast. Knox, God's Hanson soda can. Is he part of it? I don't know. I know Bryson is. I know Bryson. Oh, I was just looking up some Twitter names today. But... I think that might be. I mean, we could probably mm-hmm. find I out. I don't know. But yeah, fuck them. Don't listen to that podcast. They're our enemies now. We're starting a war. The podcast wrestling wars.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh after that, 99% Invisible coming for you.
2: <laughs> yeah. And then you know what? Watch out. Reply all. It's a good podcast. I like it. Um, Let's just get started. Let's bust in. Let's do it to it, Lars. Let's talk about SmackDown in, Incorporated. <laughs> what? I don't know. So SmackDown we, LLC. It's weird without Matt here. I feel weird. Why do you feel so weird? I don't know. He's comforting to me. I mean we, we
3: can comfort you. They're there. Oh, thank you. I feel better there, now.
1: I'll put the mask back on. <laughs> Pretty
2: good in the ring. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I don't like that sound.
1: Well, <coughs> it's the mask sound.
2: Uh, so we had the draft this week. Um, the Smackdown and Raw, they drafted. Oh, I thought
1: it. you were talking about the XFL draft cuz that also that happened well, this week. Jared Jones goes to
2: the XFL. Vince is real big on drafts this week. Mm-hmm. That's a I mean
3: might as well just like stay there. Like there's one draft week. That's it. <laughs> I get it. That makes sense Mm -hmm. to me. Businessman right there. I mean, he is a businessman. Mm -hmm. Um, An insane person, but a businessman nonetheless. I mean,
1: it felt like he had multiple things going on this week with the lack of attention to detail going (laughs) on with the uh, WWE draft.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they uh, announced who was getting drafted where ahead of time. When they released that thing. They
1: released a (laughs) list of people who could be drafted, and turns out, that's the draft order. (laughs) Whoever was doing that on
3: .com got fired. Mm, They
0: did not alphabetize the list.
2: Yeah, you just throw it in Excel, sort alphabetically. That's easy. Their
1: computers (laughs) probably don't run Excel for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) Vince hates it. (laughs) They don't use Excel. We use we not, use pages. Yeah, not even Google Sheets. <laughs> we only use Notepad. I hate the small squares. Why isn't it a big square? Like my squared circle.
2: You can make it as big as you want. We it. just use Notepad. Yeah.
3: That's the only one I can find under Start. It's right by Paint. Why I make all the graphics designers. Everything's
1: use. written in Paint.
3: <laughs> Actual Paint. We use
2: typewriters. I like the
1: sound of the Oh, I Clanks. bet Vince has like a poem pilot. He, yeah, absolutely, he does. That's like the like last a, technology. A Sony you Ericsson. <laughs> I just
3: like a palm. That'd be fucking cool. It's just like, why isn't my cell phone working, um, Vince? That is, shut up.
2: I hope he still has a pager. Fuck, if anybody does it, Tim. Oh, him.
1: he absolutely does. And he keeps he
2: keeps payphones in business.
1: Yeah, them and drug dealers. Yeah, actually, no, he probably doesn't have a pager because he only makes outgoing call like he only calls the people that he wants to call at the exact moment he wants to call them like bruce pitcher has so many stories on the podcast of getting calls at 3 a.m and like you (laughs) answer those calls you do not ignore a vince call no matter what time it is like and it'd be about like nothing
3: i just i want to get a vince call at three in the morning that's not done working out and uh I think we really just need to push Shorty Gable.
1: (laughs)
2: Oh,
3: by the way, we're
1: renaming him Shorty Gable. Isn't that good shit? Uh, Tommy, it's good good shit. shit.
2: So yeah, I saw that. Was that is that part of his gimmick? He's short. He's just that he's short. He's not like I'm Shorty. What up?
1: No, it's just like that. People kept calling him short, and he's like, "You know what? I'm gonna own that." Okay, and then. in k therefore went to the people who designed his TitanTron and said change it change change it for me put Shorty on there. <laughs> um, and then they obliged. Uh-huh. All right.
2: Cuz they're professionals. Yes. I watched SmackDown live live.
1: Ooh. Uh-huh. I actually did too. like I went over to my parents' house to watch it cuz I love I love the idea of a draft might not put that much effort into the next one after <laughs> this but
2: Yeah, I like I was at my friend's house and I was like, "Hey, I want to watch like ten minutes of this. I just want to see like the structure and how they do it." And we ended up watching the whole thing. The
3: um, the idea was there, and it's better than previous drafts where like they would just have like the thing go boop 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 boop, and then it's like an image of like, "Oh, John Cena is going to SmackDown," and then John Cena is coming back
2: to Raw because that happened once. Mm-hmm. The whole, like, the backstage parts were so weird. Like, the Fox and USA rooms were so different.
1: Um, The Fox room is my favorite thing to ever happen (laughs) in wrestling, bar none. Because I've made jokes about Cletus the football robot needing to be part of SmackDown. Mm And there he He, was. He was there and, like, celebrating. Like, they've, on football stuff, like, they've shown him mixed with real people before but I've never seen him interact with people yeah, yeah. in a way that was supposed to be real like he started high-fiving people in that room and that room is real in kayfabe so he's real he's a real person yes wow. and I can't wait for him to have a title run <laughs> at least a 24-7 I mean Rob Stone did so mm, you, Do you think no WWE he's beating Lesnar
2: they should bring oh. they should bring Robocop back
1: um, the DCW, but, I mean, He's gonna be work. at Starcast. Robocop? Robocop. Hell oh yeah. my god. There's going to be like Surfer Sting. Like Sting is making an appearance as Surfer Sting there, and Robocop is gonna be there. Sick. I hope the Shockmaster also shows up. Oh man, that'd be so good. All the all the best. Um, so
3: um do we have a list of who was drafted on nights one? Uh no. Can we pull that list up? sure so the night started off as he's pulling that up with roman reigns versus seth rollins and they actually had a decent match mm-hmm. because like they just I- were like we're going for it." it's like at first like, "Hey, we're friends and we're gonna do the friends match." Yeah, it
1: was a wrestling match until like then they turned into a fight and that was pretty sick I was like,
3: you're being a jerk
2: roman let me win <laughs> <laughs> like no nah, dog um yeah i actually enjoyed that match mm-hmm. like, it was
1: very good um, the
2: ring. And I was watching it with a casual fan, my friend Maria. Casual. And she was like, that match impressed her. She was like, they're just so, they just have so much chemistry. They're just so, they're just. They took it's chemistry like a, and biology. They're like just so
1: oily. <laughs>
3: they are very oily.
1: But I mean, they are very good against each they, other. They have tons of chemistry. Like, and I mean, Roman is a good wrestler. Mm-hmm. Like, he isn't like. Incredible, but he's he's become very very good at that WWE main event style match. Like it's the big old fucking cane
3: strike. Mm-hmm. Can do the flying clothesline pretty well. Mm-hmm. Hits that big dive. He can do a spear, jerk off hand punch.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: Um And Roman won, and big so Rome.
2: SmackDown got the first draft. Actually,
3: Seth no. won because the Fiend took him to hell. Oh, the Fiend
1: yeah. attacked seth which is therefore a dq win for seth
2: oh okay okay so Um, bra got the first pick bra got the first pick, which
1: it has to because it gets three and smackdown gets two it's the only way for it to work
2: um i actually kind of like the fiend coming from the bottom of the ring
3: it reminded me very much of undertaker because he's he's done that before Mm. um he dragged kane to hell once dragged kane to hell once and also diesel
1: Oh
0: yeah,
3: forgot about that. The lead up to WrestleMania twelve, also because that's the match that Bret Hart and it was Bret Hart versus Diesel. Here's just some history, and that's when they were trying to discuss the match backstage, and Bret Hart didn't want to take his finish, <laughs> and Taker just was sitting there listening to him argue. About it. he's like, "Bret, not not everything has to run around you." God damn it! And just got <laughs> pissed at him because Bret didn't want to take his finish. He's oh like, no, God. I think I should just like
2: you know beat you, and then he comes and gets you. <laughs> um, I it. Is good ring awareness of Roman and Seth of not falling into that hole.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because
1: you, you have to like. Anytime they do that, you have to n- not use a fourth of the ring. Yeah. Because there aren't boards there. Yeah. So someone got really fucked
3: up. Oh, it was, was the was it? British Bulldog yeah. because of the ultimate where they had a trap door mm. and he landed on the side of it and bucked up his back really. Ugh. And that's actually what started his painkiller addiction
2: that ended up killing him. Oh, yep. Wow. Um, but yeah. So SmackDown, do you want me to just go through the draft? Let's go through the fucking draft. Yeah. Okay. So first pick was Seth Rollins on Raw. Nope. nope. That was the that was the night. Before you
1: are looking it. at Raw. draft.
2: This is this is in a dumb order.
1: First pick was this. Is, first I, pick was the better of the couple, Becky Lynch. The man, Becky Lynch. Mm. Which Trade I should be in kayfabe and out of kayfabe should be the number one pick. So that was sick.
3: Like, to me, like, the
1: champions, like, because they're champions of a brand, shouldn't even be in the draft. They they shouldn't be, especially because championships are actually branded to shows now. Like, obviously, they're going to stay. Like, the only things that are going to switch are mid-card titles, potentially, which they didn't this time. Um, But, ha- like, U.S. and Intercontinental have switched in the past. But... They literally have the name of the show on them. So
3: yeah, it's like the SmackDown, like Women's Title, Raw right? mm-hmm. Women's Title.
1: Yeah, it's not like when like Batista and Cena switched both heavyweight or like both being a, like champ, world heavyweight and WWE champion. Like those weren't branded to a show; they could switch. Yeah, you can't. You just can't do it anymore.
3: Yeah, or like when they have like this, like the World Tag Team
2: and the like the the WWE. Yeah,
3: can't do that these days. Yeah.
2: Okay, here we go. I found the right one. Here it is. Okay, so uh, Roman Reigns is number two for SmackDown.
3: Big Rome. Uh,
1: the Big D. The 2K cover people, one and two. Makes sense. Yep. Big um,
2: D. The OC was Ra's next
1: pick. Good value pick. Yeah. We're but... trying to apply any logic to it. Ooh,
2: yeah. And
3: we're going <laughs> to get,
1: get two jobbers and a good wrestler in Kayfabe.
3: I don't know why you got to talk crap about AJ and Gallows like that. I'm Carl Anderson's a good wrestler. I know, right?
1: <laughs>
2: Uh, fourth pick Bray Wyatt.
1: This was like the only thing that actually surprised me the whole time. Like, like legitimately, like surprised me quite a bit. That sending the fiend.
3: I figured that the fiend would go to Raw because it's like the more sports entertainment oriented show. Mm -hmm. Well, Fox legitimately wanted him,
2: but then they didn't want a certain aspect and they got rid of it. Yeah, that's what I want to talk about real quick. Um, Do we have to? (laughs) So Seth. Burned down Bray uh, Wyatt's house. He burned it down. Yeah. Um, he
1: made sure to say it.
2: So arson is a baby face move canon.
1: Yeah, it is. I mean, it has been since Randy Orton burned down the Wyatt compound. Yeah, but it's
2: happened twice now. So it's like, it's yeah. solidified. You can burn stuff down. <laughs> you can
3: only burn Bray's stuff. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Because Bray Wyatt has had his second like
2: house burned down. See, and but Bray Wyatt is a good guy. The Fiend is a bad guy.
1: Um... That's a lot of credit to give <laughs> WWE to understand that.
2: Um, but apparently this was either speculation or rumors, but they did that because Fox wants... Rumor
3: and innuendo
2: state. Fox wants The Fiend, but doesn't want Firefly Funhouse.
1: It's buck what? Which is like,
2: the thing that got it over.
1: And also, Fox not wanting Firefly Funhouse, Like I understand sports and Fox networks are different, but... Like, they already have
3: Bill o, They had Bill O'Reilly. That's a fucking also, fiend right
1: there. If, if it fit like Firefly Funhouse could cross over with things like the fucking Simpsons or Bob's burgers, like legitimately, it could belong in that uni- like those universes and like cross over in ways that like um, nothing else in WWE can.
2: Well, and I don't think The Fiend works. Well, except for me, because I was on an episode of The Simpsons. I don't think The Fiend works without it. I really don't. No. Because that's how they build the storylines. That's what they use to do a lot of stuff. That's something used to keep The Fiend special. And now um, he's just going to come up and give someone the claw. And they're like, oh, he's going to fight him next.
3: We don't know what's going to happen. It's just true. not looking very positive. But I can see why they didn't want it. Because when it showed up on like that debut episode of SmackDown on Fox, it seems a little hokey for that audience they're going for. Because then you have like legit MMA fighter, legit boxer. Like you have all these things Hmm. going on. But you
1: still have then horror movie monster in that same universe that doesn't really fit in the same way either.
3: It it doesn't. And that is that where you go and kind of change it to like, he's not like this magical being. He's just like a fucking crazy person.
1: Who knows?
2: He's going to get gloves like the undertaker.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's really like in a weird way, reminds me of like when Bret Hart would feud with Doink, like, those two don't feel like the <laughs> same product. Even though Matt Bourne was like an incredible wrestler. Hell of a wrestler. Hell of a wrestler. Just the characters don't feel like they're in the same universe.
3: Yeah. I loved what he did in ECW as Doink as Born Again. Um, where he was like um like this weird fucking mix of like he doesn't know if he's a clown or a person, mm. like half
1: paint and shit. And like That it, shit was good. And it, that was the original idea for Doink was shit like, like that. Like this
3: evil clown that he's just an asshole and like He's supposed to be there for the kids, and like they're kind of taking the fact that like, oh yeah,
1: we're cartoony.
3: But this guy's kind of a dick, and he's like creepy. I
1: mean, very similar to Bray Wyatt in reality. Like, <laughs> really right is. now, I've <laughs> never, I would never have thought of that before <laughs> just now, but.
2: But yeah, I just wanted to talk a little bit about that. Uh, the last pick for Raw in
1: that round was Drew McIntyre. Great pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I like it because he's been gone, he's been out recently, but still like establishes and reminds people like he's belongs at that level. Mm-hmm. Uh, round two. That oh. guy, how
2: the, that guy hasn't been a world champion already is weird. Yeah. Uh, round two, Randy Orton on Raw. Okay.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fine. Like, he's been on SmackDown since the 2016 split, so, about time. Um. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Sasha Banks on SmackDown. I like mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I like it a lot. Uh, Ricky
2: O'Shea on Raw. Also like it because that's where Heyman is. Mm-hmm braun on smackdown this one seems weird um they braun's really good at crossover he's Mm. he's better at crossover than anything he's
3: ever done in wwe and so like they can put him like in like with the sports people and then he's massive so it'd be like Mm. like, oh man he's
1: so big also with like news i'm sure we'll get to after recapping stuff i think pritchard will use him really well like i think that like Richard's like old school mentality. We'll see like I have this monster like And
3: I I would love to see him run heel but like not just like as like the weird heel he was before like mm. give him a good fucking like heel run like where he like murders Ray or something. I mean that's like or just murders somebody him
1: doing that to Roman is what got him over. Like he should have been world champion right then. So and He, dressed up he like was an so elf. fucking white hot. Mm. Uh Bobby Lashley on. Raw. They had to yeah, gotta keep cucks, you know, all together.
3: Uh, cucks
2: stand together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, round three, Alexa Bliss on Raw.
1: This is so stupid. This, yeah. This, oh, yeah. So they, they this is like, where they noticed that they fucked up the draft for one, and had released the order.
3: And not just that; it's like this is where they noticed, like they really fucked up a lot because they're like teams can be drafted together or apart. So they they take right now like Raw USA. It takes. Alexa was by herself. Mm. then like, wasn't like, just like the same, like same, same round, round.
1: But, or next round. Maybe they, they take took... Nikki
3: cross. It's S- like, just take them both. And then you get another pick. Yeah.
1: And like, also just like, if they were going to like tease, like, Oh, maybe we're separating them or not, or just, but then still keep them together. Have Nikki go way later. She can't just go like immediately after.
3: Yeah. Just really, it's really stupid and bad, bad quality control. Mm. That's what they need. They, like somebody besides Vince to like, read everything like this doesn't make sense like a logic coordinator Not, making and, up a job title
1: also you know stuff we'll get into more later now we found out that that team has been traded to smackdown so raw wasted two picks and then traded them away like who's running this show al davis <laughs> <laughs> nice future considerations so who's the future considerations you know, like, it's going to be something like... Jamarcus Russell? So, yep, yep. God, that'd be sick. Jamarcus <laughs> Russell just came back to wrestling for some reason.
3: That'd be fucking cool just shows up, like, just drinking lean.
1: Yeah, but, like... Oh God, it's, just, it's so stupid. Like, you know that it's going to be something totally, like, that doesn't matter at all, and then there'll be a good storyline time for someone to switch shows, that they could use that, like... Reason for, for it, like, and they'll forget about it, and they won't mention it. Like You that, just like, know that'll happen.
3: Like, they have, like, an out, like, where they can, like, do something c- almost kind of dumb and be like, you know what? We have a fucking, we have a safety valve over mm-hmm. here. And then they'll be like, what? What are you talking
1: about? Like, they could use this in, like, some, like, if they want to push the four horse women match thing eventually. Like, they could use it for that, and they won't. They absolutely won't use it for anything worth it.
3: Worth it, so we go to three different restaurants at three different price points and mm-hmm. see which one is worth it. Yes, mm-hmm. nice. I like that that YouTube show.
0: All right, uh, uh, what was next? There yeah. we go.
2: I finally found the. It's really hard to find just the right list. Um, Lacey Evans on SmackDown. Ugh, Who
1: cares? I, this was disappointing to me because I just don't want anyone. I don't want to watch on SmackDown because I want to watch SmackDown.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: Kevin Owens on Raw. Oh yeah.
2: Uh, the revival on SmackDown. Okay, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Natalya on Raw. Okay, that's a that is a weird thing I saw. I found myself having reactions, but it was more like, "Oh, I'm glad they got picked." (laughs) It's like, wait, they're all gonna get picked, but they didn't. But um, it was just it was weird that I cared. But I didn't care. I don't know why I was cheering. I like
3: that certain people got picked at certain spots, like Ricochet going in round two. To me, it's like, okay, Mm. cool. Yeah, they're trying to make him feel like a big deal. Yeah, so he gets drafted. They're like, oh, he's a young gun that's gonna fucking like make a big, big splash. Yeah, like I mean, WWE's
1: resident superhero. Like when Finn got picked like fifth overall back in 2016, coming up from NXT, like that was like a huge deal like you immediately knew what they were going to do with him
3: and then they did it Mm -hmm. and then they did it. that's one of the fucking times where like they had a plan and they just fucking did it and it was working but then Mm -hmm. he got injured it it
1: it, yeah like and now that's part big part of why they probably haven't done it as much since like vince got gun shy the one time he listened to hunter and did the thing that he should do with an nxt person immediately
3: because he probably saw that entrance too and was like Oh, this guy's fucking money! Like mm-hmm. I am printing dollar bills out right now. Yeah, it's I mean, legal for me to do so.
1: Finn was already like a huge one of the top merch sellers when he had like two shirts in NXT. Like,
3: I mean, Kevin Owens. Yeah,
2: around <laughs> uh, four, uh, the Viking Raiders on Raw. Oh yeah! Mm-hmm. Lucia house party on SmackDown. Just three guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a value pick. Uh, Nikki Cross on Raw. So stupid. So fucking stupid. So
3: stupid. Not because of her, because it just dropped them together. After, yeah. yeah. Um, Heavy Machinery on SmackDown. I love that they had him celebrating for Heavy Machinery mm. on Fox. We're like, yeah, we got Dude, him. Dude, Cletus
1: <laughs> is going to be tight with those dudes. Otis
2: and Cletus? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Cletus!
3: Hey, <laughs> Cletus!
2: Fuck yeah. Uh, And the last pick of the night, Street Profits on Raw. I like that they're actually going up now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. Before we go on to Raw, let's talk about uh, the moment of the week um, where Bailey did what. Hold I on. Wa- before Before we get into that,
3: I'm really I'm really mad about this. They had Kofi Kingston going out there, just throwing pancakes and being happy. Just yeah. normal
2: normal Kofi.
3: Come on, the dude just like lost the fucking strength. And not
1: in, not even just that. Just like not addressing it really either. Like it'd be one thing if he was like, you know what, like positivity, positivity. Got me like here. he could literally say, "It's a new day." Like it's their gimmick. Yeah. Like and like just say it. Like
2: it's like they just kind of. It's like it never happened. Yeah, they just kind of push the reset button, and now Tophy's pancake boy.
1: Yeah, like if whoever he gets into a feud with next brings that up and he then delivers that promo. I'll forgive it a a tiny bit, but still just have, just do it. Like, Mm -hmm. God. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree.
2: It was dumb. I didn't even notice. So that's how dumb it was. Um, Bailey, I've been wanting, this is how I wanted her to turn heel. She comes out, all dark. Bad makeup. She needs to make a good better makeup artist. But um Um
1: it, she was trying to not spoil the turn surprise, I think. Okay. I think we'll I mean she might end up still being the same thing, but yeah, like yeah. I think that's at least the my theory for it. Like if she might switch up her look a little bit. Yeah. But. Ponytail's dead. She's all full AEW colors. And the, once she won the title again, it literally said AEW right down the middle of her. <laughs> Cause B A Y then L E Y so like A E and then the women's championship was the W so that's,
2: that's funny they fucking and did weird it. um but she stabbed the tube men yeah. I
1: love that
3: she did that because so wacky
2: yeah it's like it's the best way for her to turn heel is like no fuck these guys they're mm-hmm. dead and then she said. Something, something bitches. She said, hey, hey,
1: hey bitches. Hey, bitches. What? Screw all of you? Yeah. 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 Hell yeah. I wish she had said, you ain't shit. But I know that Fox wouldn't have been down. Yeah, it's not AEW. They don't get one shit a week. (laughs) That really seems like what it is. You get one shit a week and a few dams
2: and you can say bastard as much as you want. Mm. I love that um, Chuck was just like, hey, Cody, can I say shit? Cody just was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I loved it. Um, I hope Bailey. It was really good, and it was a good match. Also, her Bailey to belly looked good in this match. Mm-hmm.
1: She put a little extra stink on it.
2: I hate that.
1: I oh, hate it's a bad, that move. A bad move.
2: Ken Shamrock did it
1: way better. Mm-hmm. Well,
2: Biggie does it way better.
1: Mm-hmm. I loved Ken Shamrock's also because he was just a crazy person on a lot of steroids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, th- there are ways that I I've thought about this, like that you could make it. Basically the same move, but, like, have it actually work as a finisher. She'd have to, like, she has to give it a reason for it to be more impactful than a normal belly-to-belly. Belly. So, like, just, like, have it be super high angle and basically, like, a driver or something like that. Or, like, or do, like, you like, a spin with it. Mm, anything. Or, like
3: when, they, like, when they take the bumps, those person essentially taking it, like, have them, like, jump up and, like, spin out a bit.
1: Yeah. I mean, with the way this, ma- I mean, we can just get into it. She beat Charlotte for, you know, the women's championship. And like the way they booked this match, Charlotte kicked out of both the be- the Bailey to belly and the elbow drop. So I'm wondering if she gets a new heel finisher. I hope. Make it could be a submission, because mm-hmm. the- she didn't need a finisher to win the match. She just like won with a roll up. But that's an easy logical way for them to introduce a new finisher, which means they won't. Or like right?
3: a fucking strike. Like have her do the fucking uh, hidden blade that Osprey. Does. Oh Jesus! <laughs> it's
2: a fucking murder. Her finisher should be just poking someone in the eye until they tap out. I'm sure that's against the rules. It is. But that'd mm-hmm. be a good finisher. I would tap out very quickly.
3: But then, like, it would be a disqualification. That's True.
2: We ruled a no contest, at least. Well, then in a no DQ match, I guess those don't matter This is anymore. an AEW that <laughs> only does those.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: We'll get into that. All right. Raw. Um, Seth Rollins was the
3: first pick. Makes sense. Ooh, and they did Becky versus Charlotte to start it off. Mm, yeah,
1: supposed to be Becky versus Sasha, but Sasha's hurt again. <laughs> oh,
3: broke her butt, her
1: tailbone. Anya did that a while ago. That's uh, not fun,
3: especially like when like your profession is you fall to the ground. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um. So this list doesn't have uh where they drafted to. So or be, was this all
1: Raw? No, no. It'll be, oh, raw, it'll be Smackdown raw, SmackDown, Raw, okay. SmackDown, Raw.
2: Charlotte Flair, SmackDown.
1: What? No, no, this list is bad. <sighs> we have another bad list, Derek.
0: What's well, with you on the bad it list? It was
1: Brock Lesnar was second to SmackDown.
2: Yeah. Oh, this is just in a stupid order. Okay.
1: Uh, that digital person from WWE got onto that list and remembered <laughs> to randomize it.
2: I hope he just like moved one. Like,
3: this will throw everybody off the track.
2: <laughs>
1: okay. So, yeah,
2: Brock Lesnar, SmackDown, first pick. Uh, it'd be dumb if it wasn't.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, it's, your, it's the <laughs> fucking champion. It'd be like more more sports talk when the Vikings just let their time run out in the NFL draft and people just started drafting ahead of them until they got their pick in. Like, three teams got in before they did. That stupid. Yep. <laughs> uh, Charlotte Flair, pick two for Raw.
2: Makes sense. Yep. Uh, the New Day, uh, next pick for SmackDown.
3: I, I like that pick. And also, those guys have a lot of crossover appeal, especially for the like kids and shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
2: yes. If Fox still had, like, Saturday morning cartoons Do they not? Not, I mean, not. it's not Spider-Man Spooderman? It's not Spooderman
3: Yeah, so, mm. yeah but because WWE's Resident superheroes is Ricochet That's true
1: Yeah, it's true. I mean, I mentioned this earlier, but I would actually fucking love to see The New Day on Bob's Burgers Oh, yeah I think they would fit in really oh, well Oh, hell yeah That'd be very good That'd be
2: really good And I'd love to see Kevin Owens on Suits Suits ended, though
1: Kevin Owens is already on Bob's Burgers. He's that one um, friend of Jimmy Pesto. The, oh, hell yeah. He looks exactly like Kevin Owens. <laughs> uh, Andrade with
2: Zelina. Next pick on First Smackdown.
1: Yep. Hurrah. Sorry. I was going to say, no, yeah, there, that whole, there are four people all tied up. That family yeah. is Hurrah. Like, no matter what, Andrade, <laughs> Zelina, um and Alistair Sh- and Charlotte all have to be on the same show.
2: Poppy and Mommy have to be on the same show. Mm-hmm. Poppy um round two, uh the Kabuki Warriors on Raw. Cool. Yep. Yeah. Uh but they can really go anywhere because of the women's tag team champions. Yep.
3: Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the gimmick But
1: whenever they lose it, they're permanently on Raw. Yes. That, they they mentioned oh, okay. it actually on the show. It showed I, actually they had some logic. I
3: like that. It's like if, if and when they lose it, then they're, this is their home show, but they can go anywhere.
2: Also, they won the championships this. No, it was last week, right? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. never mind. Um, Daniel Bryan on SmackDown.
1: Cool. Yep. Makes sense. Rusev. Rusev. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cuck squad.
2: Yeah. Shout out Cucks. Uh, Bayley, SmackDown.
1: Makes, now again, makes sense. Yeah. As their title,
2: uh, Aleister Black.
3: Enra. Are they gonna call her the new Bailey? Like they with Daniel The new Bailey. <laughs>
2: it's new Bailey. We're gonna call her Bully.
3: <laughs> Booley?
2: <laughs> They're gonna call her Booley. <laughs> what the fuck is Booley? I'm trying to manage a list. Okay? <laughs> They're gonna call her Booley. That's her
1: Halloween Twitter name. Yeah. With the ghost emoji. Mm. Mm-hmm. Booley. <laughs> Round three. Cedric Alexander on
2: Raw. That's a Heyman guy. Uh Shinsuke Nakamura on SmackDown. Got no champion, makes sense. Yep, Humberto Carrillo on Ra handsome, handsome boy.
3: And I like that he mm-hmm. actually got drafted on the show. Yeah, me too. Ooh. Uh, Ali on SmackDown, he's people like him, he's the heart and the light. And I want him to be like my friend Nello. So, shout out Nello. Hey, Nello. Um, said that he would like to see him almost like um, the crow sting just up in the rafters. <laughs> no, but like kind of like that, kind of quote unquote. Vigilante, mm-hmm. I want I want him in the rafters personally. <laughs> so, but that'd be really cool. Like he comes down, like people are like, like have like a heel faction running roughshod on like some mid card geeks, and then he comes out and like is the fucking law. That'd be sick. I
1: have an NWO Ali. Yeah. And then you think, <laughs> it, Ali. you think it's NWO Ali, and then he takes off a mask, an Ali mask, and it's just this. <laughs> Still me.
2: Eric Rowan on RAW, big red round four. Buddy Murphy on her,
3: The best kept secret's not it's not a secret anymore. Secrets now. They kept saying that shit. And it's like, yo, remember like that whole thing he did with Roman and Daniel Bryan? Like has having has a good not matches? been on TV since. Yeah, I mean, he made the most of his minutes, but then they just kind of forgot about him.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Dolph
3: that's Z- another that's another Haman guy, by the way.
2: Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode, big, SmackDown, Big Bob.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I the only something that kind of sucks is they did like a couple title changes and then like whoever just lost the title would get drafted to the other show, but it was like, they would go for like further down the list, like of the draftees than they should have. Like Charlotte should have gotten drafted earlier, but she needed to lose the title first. Like there's just shit like that. That's like annoying about the draft too.
2: Yeah. Uh, Mahal on Raw. What's he been up to hurt injured? Okay. Signed a new deal though. I mean, that's smart. Where else is he going? What else is he going to do? Um, Carmela on SmackDown. I don't like. They that had a
1: keeper with Corey. Yeah, but they're also now splitting up her yeah, and our truth, which is Ron Killens. I I hope that like you know they u- utilize her well now. Like, and this is a sign like they're going to try because I, you know, she's not great in the ring at all, but she's really good character and you know she's she, potential. Yeah, she does. Ha- she has lots of potential. So
2: does she?
3: Nothing's just. maybe she's been signed for a long time. That's true. I've, As she has two moves. Again, like it like Dana Brooke a long time, and she's still not that good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like. I, I think is really good in multi-person matches. Cause like, she gets a kick and that's it. Yeah, like I mean, she's kind of like and that uh, cool thing, you know,
2: whatever that is. Her sim- yeah, she's still not that good at that though. But it yeah. looks cool.
1: Like I don't know. I'd hope that she could have a trajectory kind of like Alexa Bliss, where like if she's used in a tag team or something like that, and go keep learning, and getting better. Yeah. I I know. Know. Um. Yeah. So our truth on round Ron, Ron killings,
2: round five. Samoa Joe, Joey Samoe. Um. Okay, so Joe was like on SmackDown, just doing like commentary mm-hmm. about the draft. He looked dumb. N- he sounded fine.
1: He was just dressed dumb. No, oh, he yeah. just, bothered me. No, he always he just,
0: looked weird. He looked
1: yeah. like a weird dad. <laughs> that's, I what mean, that's what he is. That's <laughs> what he's. Just a Southern California like
0: oh, okay. bro dad. He was like. at a
1: he was at a Pennywise show. All right. Oh, probably. I mean, yeah.
2: Okay, now it makes sense. Um, the jizz, the Miz. He's a change j- his name to
0: Jiz.
3: I mean, with the rabies, come... the rabies having kids, <laughs> and then just come out just covered in goo. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's me. I'm the jizz, and I'm awesome. Mm. The jizz, I came to play. Two
1: play two came to. I play to came.
3: I came to play, but because like a lounge singer. I and come I, to play. I come to play.
2: Akira Tazawa. I Ra. came to come.
3: <laughs> I, came, I came. Akira Tazawa on Raw is cool because then it's like him and Ricochet are just real good friends.
1: God, Moose needs to sign there. Join his buddies. I
3: know. Apollo Cruz, Moose, Tazawa, and fucking Ricochet. Apparently. Cause I always used to get naked a lot, from just ha! in their group, like
2: in Japan, just to get naked. Um, going showing how much WWE cares about this man. Going in round five, King Corbin on SmackDown.
0: Hey,
1: I, I, I like. I think is going in Raw. Like, had the idea like that. Basically, no one wanted to draft him, even <laughs> though like in kayfabe with how much he wins and stuff. He should be should have been drafted way higher, but at this point, like it was just like, well, fuck, we just this is too good. We just have to take him now. Like, like it's like like again in sports when there's like players with like off like off the field issues that get are really talented but get drafted in like way later than they should because <laughs> they're like, well, fuck, it's might as well just risk it. Yeah, I have to deal with this dipshit.
2: <laughs> oh man, uh, Shelton Benjamin on run. Okay. Rey Mysterio on Raw. Why did he get drafted so low?
1: I mean, he is hurt right now. Okay. Also, I don't know why he's on Raw. Yeah. With the Kane Velasquez stuff going on.
3: Yeah, it really doesn't make sense, actually. Shorty Gable on SmackDown. Shorty Gable. Who really fucking... Who did he piss off? Get that name? Actually, apparently, apparently, Vince likes him. And this exactly. Is him I mean, joking about. Like, no,
1: <laughs> Vince has wanted to do a Mighty Mouse character literally since he like took Neville? over. That Neville was one of his attempts. Yeah, he wanted
3: like, a guy that um, – Henry Cejudo, who's a UFC fighter and also a gold medal wrestler. He wanted him to be Mighty Mouse.
1: You know, I think this is just a, a new, better, a, a new attempt route. at it. It
3: is.
2: I agree. Uh, Titus O'Neil on SmackDown. Around. He hasn't wrestled a like a television match
3: um, since it was um, like October of 2018 or some shit.
0: Jesus, yeah.
1: but I mean, again, you know, putting him on with on Fox, he's like a great ambassador. He's like, and he's a former like University of Florida football player. He's a football like, player and shit. So he, he's someone that can show up. Like, like I forgot who said it, but like heard someone say like for Fox, you should probably get people who can go stand next to an NFL player and not look small, mm-hmm. uh, like... Braun Strowman, like Titus yeah. O'Neil. Mm-hmm. They're perfect for that.
2: Um, Did I say... No, I didn't. I looked, and then I forgot. Um, Elias on SmackDown. I, I kind of forgot he was a thing. Yeah. And I was happy. That's It's weird that he's there, because he also seems more sports entertainment than sports.
1: Yeah. Uh, who knows?
2: And the last pick... Uh round six, uh everyone's favorite goth GF, Liv Morgan. She's just tweeting weird stuff now.
1: She is. Uh someone I think again, going in raw, I'm just copying all their shit this week, but they c- called her Twitter the House of Leaves of Wrestling. <laughs> and, I don't know what that means. Um, it's a indecipherable book. Oh. And that's what her Twitter is like. you are trying to get the other
3: cause there's like the other draft stuff, and like people got drafted into weird spots like, like later on. Let's see if I can find it. Like the the like the online ones where they're just like, oh yeah, these guys are here.
2: Well I don't know why I'm talking about.
1: right now. Oh, that's a sex shirt though. I'm glad you did.
3: Here's some of the ones that were just supplemental. Um this happened on The Bump. Which was yesterday. Oh yeah, that
1: new show that like just appeared in, like, the way they talk about it. Act, it's like a act, morning show. They're acting as if it's existed forever. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, on WWE's The Bump. I'm like, why don't you tell me this was a thing that existed now? And
2: isn't it like, because the first episode was them trying to explain the Hell in a Cell finish, right? And Adam Lazara. He was there. From Taking Back Sunday? Yeah. They surprised Seth Rollins. Was he. <laughs> Is that real? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> oh. Was he disappointed at Seth Rollins for doing coke?
1: No, he's not, Craig. <laughs> well, they were on the bump. Oh, fuck. <laughs>
3: God damn, that's good. Okay, so r- random people that ended up on Raw. This was before the supplemental one. EC3, Eric Young, and Sin Cara. Okay. Sin
1: Cara being named is just wild to me. I know. I always forget, like, that he's, he's around. Like, I know he's hurt, but he's he's been hurt, like, multiple times, and then, like, also, he's still not he's... been on TV in between those times getting hurt, so
2: are these the quote unquote three free agents? These were before
3: Raw happened. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And then you got uh Apollo Crews, Drew Gulak, Heath Slater, Tamina and the B team
2: on SmackDown. I forgot about Tamina and the B team. Uh why wasn't Drew Gulak actually picked? I guess cuz he's just he was just had that match on. NXT. Yeah. Mm. he's nothing on the And main then this Oscar. is the
3: ones that came from the bump. Okay. That happened yesterday. Ah, good shit. Uh, no way, Good Jose! Bomb. Oh, Big Mojo Raleigh, Oh, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. So is this uh, the main event lineup? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the Iconics and Sarah Logan—they're going to Raw main event lineup. And then Friday Night SmackDown gets Luke Harper. Okay, I was waiting for him to be mentioned. Cesaro, mm-hmm. Fire and or Desire.
2: Wait, Liv Morgan already got picked though.
3: That's Mandy Rose.
1: She's not in. Yeah, she's uh, Dana
3: Brooke, okay, and Drake Maverick. No, just I, Drake. I Which like that he was sense, last. Be, makes sense because also like two hundred five lives
1: uh, randomly is a thing again. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, they just like had a show. They only took the one week off, but it was oh, still. Okay. But then like the drafting of people and shit, it feel like it felt totally like it was just like quietly canceled. But yeah, it's still going.
2: So are all the two hundred five live guys on SmackDown then?
1: I mean, it they're happens like, at um, SmackDown. But... They're just on their own,
2: except for the guys that got drafted. Okay. All right.
1: Yeah, it's really weird.
2: And then they had trades? We had a trade. Okay. Now a, half,
1: a half trade.
2: What was that? Was that Nikki and Alexa? Yeah, Nicky, yeah,
1: Nikki and Alexa for future considerations. They just wanted to throw in a real sports word. <laughs> like, that doesn't mean anything. This... We've already taken everyone. Like, uh-huh. what does that mean? Does that mean, like, if someone... Gets a mysterious NXT call-up opportunity that Raw gets to just have like have are they first on the waiver wire like they're gonna forget all
2: about this by the time someone gets called up. Mm-hmm.
1: I will say though that um, today um, the
3: authors are paying announcer they're signed to Raw. Okay, and I liked what they put. I think it was Occam that posted. He's like. We negotiated with both USA and Fox executives, and we even thought about going into fighting, but we're going to be on Raw. It's mm-hmm. like, cool; makes it seem real.
1: Yeah, and fits their character too. Of like recently saying, like the reason we haven't been on TV is because no one will fight us. There's almost like you could they could play an element of like no one wanted the liability of having us on their show.
3: Yeah, no, that's a really cool. So uh, that is the draft. That's what yeah. took over Friday and Monday.
2: Yeah, so let's just get into uh, Wednesday Night Wars first. Talk about AEW Dark. Or should we get into news first? Is let's that get into want? some news first. Mm-hmm. Eric oh, Bischoff got fired for not doing his job. Eric Bischoff got fired, and apparently, there's a, for
3: uh, multiple reasons, number one, apparently nobody liked him. Mm-hmm. People wanted to quit around him. He didn't learn people's names. Oh, shit. All
1: allegedly. and uh, Also, allegedly, the one like writing hire that he made was someone from Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> Um, because Eric Bischoff is hard for motorcycle gangs. Hell yeah. Um he really is. He really is. And then the guy was caught on his first day asleep in the writers room. Just sleeping. First day. Like Nice. That and that was like the only news we ever heard about anything he did. Yeah. He posted that one picture like it's like oh good view from the writer's room today.
2: Yeah. Like I was just like, when that got announced, it was not unexpected at all, because I was like, what has
1: he been doing? Nothing. Like, I think the idea of him would should have been, you know, to like, oh, he could deal with Fox as, like, a large network. He has experience with that from, like, working with networks at WCW. But then, like, it just seemed like nothing ever happened. Like, he was never worthwhile at all.
2: Yeah. So they, uh, Pritchard is the
1: boss instead. Makes so much more sense. Like...
2: He's a vince guy, he's been out of the business for a
3: while as far as that, but makes more sense at mm-hmm. least
1: but like he he has been like
2: he was like a main writer right
1: he was a main right like he was a main writer, he also was head of talent relations for a while he was he did that for impact and was like a huge producer for impact for a while like he gets it yeah like he well, he understands that stuff, and like you know he has like there's absolutely some downsides to him for sure. But like I think he's so fucking full of shit. He really <laughs> like he, he really is. Like but oh, at the same t- in the
2: wrestling business. Yeah.
1: But at the same time, like I think is like Cornette explained him once as like, you know, the people that are the worst around Vince are like yes men who just tell Vince like yes to anything. John Laurinaitis. Yeah. But Pritchard isn't that. He's a someone who actually understands Vince better than anyone and will try to make what Vince has like Actually, work instead of just saying yes to everything. Like he tries to adapt Vince's like thinking into something that actually makes sense, which like is better than just saying yes to everything.
3: Yeah, and he's just fucking full of shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then again, Slothier like Bischoff. So yeah, yeah. they should have just, just had Conrad come on
1: board too. Oh my fucking. god! <laughs> I mean, why not? He's I married mean, into the Flair family.
2: He should be like. A producer of some sort like his podcast empire but I, he does so much with he, AEW. he should he
1: should be their head of marketing like if they want it like look at what he's done like he again is just a fucking mortgage dude from alabama
2: who really likes wrestling who
1: now has like an empire based on just like him like hustling and pushing these podcasts
2: yeah shut this down if we want to get into it another time how did him and bruce know each other
1: because he's he was dating a flare Okay. Now he was married to a flair, the random author Flair that was never in the wrestling business at all. Good for them. Yeah. Um, and so he was friends with Rick, start like wanted to start a podcast with Rick and stuff and just met people okay. through that. He met Bruce Pritchard through that. Oh, like,
2: okay. That makes and, sense. Yeah.
1: I believe also might maybe part of the story is that he gave Bruce Pritchard a job when Pritchard needed one after Impact.
2: Oh, uh, okay. Doing
1: the mortgage shit. So
2: cool. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other news. Yes, more news.
3: Mike Canellas Bennett, Astros release.
2: (laughs) Idiot. He's not going to get it. Why is he an idiot? He's not going to get it. I
1: I get, like... I I understand I 100% understand his reasoning. I thought his note was, like, really touching and, like, really personal and cool. But, dude, you did just sign a five-year deal in, like, what, June? And in a time when no one's getting fired, you've seen this backfire already for Luke Harper, like... And you're already not in a position to drop anywhere, really. You're already like, the only thing he's going to get out of this is just nothing. Absolutely Mm -hmm. nothing.
3: If he wanted to know what buried was, and he thought he was getting that before, he's about to really fucking find out.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Because if him being cucked out on TV wasn't being buried and like not winning and not showing up on TV before that. Like, I don't know what's going to happen now. Like, it's not that they're just going to leave him off TV. Probably they're going to like m- make him absolutely humiliated for one week and then be off TV.
3: Mm-hmm. And then like a month later, the same thing mm. just to remind people this getting shit. So homeboy,
1: he's going to lose to Eric young
3: signed with WWE. debuted at a pay-per-view. And I was like, oh, this is okay. Let's we'll see where this is going. They gave him a gimmick that Maria met him at a Hallmark store. He was the manager.
2: <laughs> Hallmark <laughs> store? Yes. <laughs> what rom-com is this on the Hallmark channel? He then... Um, wrestling like, with Love. I would love to see that, honestly. Like, a movie that my parents would watch about wrestling. Wrestling Hell with yeah. Love
3: on the Hallmark, Hallmark channel mm-hmm. after Touched by an Angel. Ah, oh, yeah. Um, then he got himself clean which was good, but that kind of took him off the road. Mm-hmm.
1: He stayed off the road for a long time. Mm-hmm. And Then he and Maria also had a get clean celebration baby based get- on that timing. And then she was off the road, and their act is together.
3: Like, And so from there, um, he did nothing for the longest time, then showed up on 205 Live. I'm like, okay, cool.
1: I had an interesting story going on where like you kept losing but. Dumb ways and he like couldn't get Respect from Jake Maverick and shit like It was like an actually good interesting Story going on with him
3: and then He was gonna leave He requested to be released They didn't honor it then Then they re-signed About a week after They re-signed They announced baby number two's on the way Mm -hmm. WWE apparently didn't know that Coming in So already they're like Okay Motherfuckers Homeboy, then, is a cuck. <laughs> mm-hmm. hmm And here we are, four months later, and he wants to leave again, and he still has five years left. Yeah. So, I don't think he's going anywhere. Would you guys say if, if they offered him this? Okay, buy yourself out of your contract, then. You don't have to pay us the money we're going to pay you in the future, but for those last four months, you pay us that money, we'll call it, like, that you just left in June. Would that be a fair thing for
2: people? Would you think that's fair? Like, all,
1: like, almost? No, because
2: they already did the work. But I've never worked a contract position. I so. mean,
1: this is none of there has any WWE wrestler ever, except in name. I say that as a currently 1099 <laughs> employee, like, I, I, I'm working for a very large company, like, doing 1099 work. I I get to set my own hours. Yeah. Like I get to come and go as I please. Like it is that is not that they are not independent contractors.
2: Yeah. Um I don't know because it's like he clearly signed because he needed the money because he had a kid on the way. Um
3: If he's seeing his worth right now on the independence and everything, that's like if he could make money. Then why did you resign? Like, if you if you were going to be that unhappy, I mean, yeah, they're, you're giving him, like, 500 grand a year. Yeah. So I saw some people online. There was a majority of people calling him an idiot. Sorry. And then the other part, people were saying, well, WWE's probably going to be dicks in the autumn out. The thing is, it's like, WWE's not necessarily being dicks. Like, Homeboy signed a fucking contract. Yeah. If he wanted to leave... Like you had your opportunity mm. in June. Well, and like your your contract was up. You fulfilled every obligation you had to them. They will say, "See you later, bud. Go do whatever you want. No non-complete clause. No nothing. You just go out and go back to Impact. Go be the miracle. Go back to be Matt Taven's buddy." Go I was literally about to
1: say, you "Know what's happened since then? Matt Taven got a big Ring of Honor deal." Yeah, his his old Kingdom buddy. Like
0: mm.
1: he, I, you know, because he said, "Like I thought this was best for my family." I think he might not have understood the landscape out there 100%. Like, Or maybe thinks like, oh, Matt Taven got all this money, so I would have gotten it too, when maybe he actually wouldn't have. Matt Taven shouldn't have. Matt Taven definitely should. I've always thought Mike Bennett was the better. Yeah. <laughs>
2: what's What's insane is now they're going to pay him $500,000 a year to do nothing. They're going to pay him what? $2.5 $2. million. To do nothing. Yeah. Like – That's a waste of money on their end. It would be better in there to let him go.
3: Yeah, but at the end of the day, when he leaves, and let's just say they make him set out for the next five years, he's 39 years old. Mm -hmm. He is colder than a fucking ice cube. Mm -hmm. Nobody gives a fuck about him. So he's at their mercy again. If
1: he had done this like entirely quietly, like said, hey, can we maybe negotiate to leave after a year or something? they might have respected it just because like it wouldn't have mattered really because like he's not that hot of like a property really but him going out and saying it ensures that they won't because now that's something another company could actually use like they could use like oh like like they are with fucking Sean Spears you know like oh like Sean Spears was like unhappy and look he's like doing so much better here He's not. He's still losing. <laughs> he's, he's not. We talked about this last week. So we're but in like, stupid content. But you know, like that's in WWE's eyes, like something another company could use. Like, oh yeah, here's the disgruntled guy showing up. Like, like so they're not going to let him do it. But Mike Bennett would be
2: another like Ty Dillinger level signing for AEW. Mm-hmm. I don't think he'd, that, he'd be Ring of Honor. I don't think he would go there. He'd be
3: Ring of Honor because I think he kind of burned Impact too. It's just like, and apparently him and Rhea are kind of hard to work with.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: She seems like it. Calling her husband cock and stuff. He is a, he is a cock.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right.
2: Before we get into... The uh, other big news. Oh, one more. Uh, the parent company of New Japan Pro Wrestling, oh, Bushiroad, yeah. bought Stardom. Um, and WWE tried to buy Pro Wrestling Noah for NXT Japan, and it <laughs> didn't work. That, so shout out Noah. That's good. Now that, it wasn't going to work. Okay. Uh, they would have partnered with him. That would have made more sense. Outright
3: <sighs> buying him wouldn't have worked. Um... Stardom was actually almost purchased by WWE, but
2: they wanted to know plans and what they were going to do with it, and they said nothing. Yeah. It's it's I really like this because I love New Japan Pro Wrestling. So it's not New Japan that did it though; it's Bushiroad, their parent company. So they've announced
3: already that it's going to be two separate entities. Mm-hmm. Their streaming services are still going to be separate. Everything's separate. It's just mm-hmm. the same parent company owns them both.
2: Oh, yeah. that sucks. Well, I mean, but are that's, there going the to be big it. shows with both of them? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's,
1: Never mind. me it's still so sick. Stardom rocks. They could always revisit that decision, though. Now, you know, like, and that's. I think it's better to keep them separate and, like, you know, because, like, I, I think the move would be seen as, like, oh, Stardom, like, is like getting the the rub from New Japan, and like that's true in a way, but also Stardom has its own thing going. That well, and like, what, what it, rocks
3: for Stardom now is the 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 talent that are there. They're not just at the mercy of creepy
2: dudes. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, cool. They're getting like real contracts and shit now. Because yeah. like, Stardom is where they're built, right? Like the like the the people we love today. Like, was Oscar uh, from there? No, no. Oh. But you well, know, I don't know shit. But
1: but EO was, you and know, Kyrie. Kyrie okay, you know, Chris Wolf worked there. Okay, fortunately, B Priestley, but like, you know, and then like Tony Storm was like huge part of Stardom.
2: Okay, yeah, cool. Tony time. Hmm. All right. Um, before we get into the Wednesday Weren't Wars, I want to talk about something that made me giggle this week. This is a tweet from Chuck Taylor. None of Hangman's horses have dicks on his Tritontron. It's bullshit. Hangman Page. Hey, man, their dicks don't just flop around all the time. They're sucked back up into their bodies like an inside-out glove. Trent. Oh, wow, fascinating. Is this true facts, or are you playing games? Hangman. Come on, man, of course it's true. How many times have you looked out in the field and seen horse dicks flinging around? Chuck Taylor. I had a horse when I was a kid, but he got hit by a car on my birthday and died. That's true. <laughs> and then mm. Hangman Page drew a picture of a horse and said, I'm sorry about your dead birthday horse. <laughs> <laughs> and Where's any of that charisma?
1: I TV? know. And
2: he has wonderful handwriting. That is good handwriting. I mean, writing. former teacher. Oh.
1: Yeah. I was gonna say he draws. Ho- I obviously like figured out how to draw a horse by watching BoJack. Based <laughs> on that, based on that drawing, it's like the exact BoJack type of horse.
2: Um. Anyway, before we talk about Wednesday Night Nitetime, let's talk about AEW Dark. I only watched one of the matches: Kenny Omega versus Joey Janela. Yeah, what?
1: a fucking what street fight was that? What the stipulation was? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was wild. Yeah, what
2: fuck
3: that? So I understand what they're doing. Like, hey, can everybody
1: still go to YouTube? Put this shit on TV
3: or a fucking
1: pay-per-view. Like (laughs) what are you fucking doing? To be be honest, so far, I am more inclined to watch AEW Dark than Dynamite. (laughs) Like, partially because an hour less of wrestling to watch in Uh a week, if that was true. But also, like, I've I've kind of enjoyed it more consistently. Well,
2: and like they did not need to do what they did for that match. No. Like they went all out, and they didn't need to. And They really didn't need to. Um, and I'm like, I don't best want... Kenny match in a while. I don't want mm-hmm. Kenny and Janela to do that, to wrestle all, to give it their all every match. I want Joey Janela to have a career. I want Joey <laughs> Janela to survive. Yes. Yeah. And he's fucking stupid, and he'll do anything to get over. And he did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, I just enjoyed that match. I love Joey Janela. It was
1: really good. Um, first yeah. time I've enjoyed Kenny Omega in a long time. Um, well, that was match on Dynamite. The tag match was good this week too, but <laughs> like, yeah, that. But the 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 dark match was the best one in a, in a while. Best
3: singles match you've had in a long time. Mm. Yeah.
1: Um, I didn't watch it, but also happened this week on Wrestling YouTube is Cole Cabana showed up in NWA Power, so yeah. I'm I, much I, more inclined to watch that show now. I knew it was going to happen. Just because I read the entirety of the spoilers mm. of
3: everything they've taped, so I know what's going on. But yeah, good for him. And also, um, Homicide's promo from uh, week one was fucking fantastic. Homicide, Not Homicide, uh, Eddie Kingston. Kingston's a fucking great promo. Mm. He was going to retire at the end of the year. Now he's not. So good for him. Hope they, hope they get something out of that show so these guys can fucking have a platform as well. Because guys like Eddie Kingston need like a spot to work. it's yeah.
2: good as fuck. Um, okay, the first thing that I noticed during this was during a oh it was the the tag match, the first match,
1: so uh saying the tag match doesn't really narrow it down on this week's true. episode of dynamite. Um,
2: the show started with s c u versus best friends s c u um my favorite boys, the best friends. I was so happy to see them on actual t v um they didn't they just came out to wrestle. they didn't do anything before, right. I just, came I just came out to wrestle. Yeah. Um, during this match, the camera cut to a crowd member, like they always do, and it was Rachel Millman from one of my favorite podcasts, Russell Splania. Mm-hmm. So I was on the phone while watching it, and I just yelled, "Rachel!" And my friend was like, "What?" I was she also like, oh.
1: she posted a clip from the show that where you can hear <laughs> you her do hear a weird <laughs> scream.
2: <laughs> yeah, um, so I was excited about that. Um, I like the beginning gimmick that they did. Yeah, uh, Lucha Bros beating the shit out of uh they murdered poor christine it was like
3: that ramp is fucking slanted it's a ramp and so when he took the fucking pile driver he took
2: it right on his fucking dome
1: yeah and oh. he's
2: like almost 50 leave him alone <laughs> um and so scorpio sky wrestled instead they had a match
3: mm-hmm. yeah. and it
1: was fine chuck taylor was weird foot pervert <laughs> Fucking bit Scorpio Sky. They had foot. some weird spots where
3: it just like stuff seemed to just go a little awry. Yeah. Um. It's just I
2: mean it, it happens. Um. I don't like that they kind of geeked out the best friends because I, I was legitimately mad because I wasn't expecting them to win the tournament. They had a built-in story with the Dark Order.
3: And I agree with that as well as like um you had the Lucha Bros come and attack SCU beforehand. And they mm-hmm. take out the guys that were, like, going to be actually wrestling, and you get a cold uh, Scorpio Sky out there instead, and, it, like, then they still lose? Yeah. yeah.
1: Like, I want... like kind of geeked him out. Yeah, Scorpio Sky has, like, all the potential in the world, I think, for a good singles run, and they're, like... I think that was part of the booking to show, like, he wasn't prepared, but he still, like, did great. He's, like, better than just a tag team wrestler, but he it's, didn't have to do that. Yeah,
2: it's just a bummer, because, like, I don't know... Like, what are the finals gonna be now? Private party and Lucha Bros? Like, I don't care I don't, about Private Party. The only team that
3: I it needs to either be the Lucha Bros or SCU that wins. None mm-hmm. of the other teams like would make like Private Party. I feel like
1: Dark Order is gonna win. Like they're they're gonna kill the division before I'm, it starts. I know it sucks.
3: I, Lucha I, Bros need and to win. I like the Super Smash Bros, but like nobody cares about them.
1: The gimmick's bad. Yeah,
3: right. and like I said, I said Jenny, be like. You know the Young Bucks want to there so much? How about the Young Bucks work with them?
1: Yeah.
2: mm mm-hmm. um, Then Santana and Ortiz versus Alex Reynolds and Johnny Silver.
3: Uh, the Beaver Boys is their name.
2: The Beaver Boys.
1: Uh, are these the guys that have shown up on Ring of Honor, Impact, and AEW all in one month? Yep. And WWE. And WWE. Jesus Christ. Yep. yep. Good for those dudes. Yeah. The Beaver Boys. They're, they're the New York
3: guys, and so they're trained the same places like Hawkins and Ryder and Beretta. Okay. So they just know everybody. Um... Johnny Silver needs to fight Tyler Bate because they they're both shaped the same. They're both little strong boys, that like smaller limbs. Mm. Be
2: a good good little strong boy match. I love Santana and Ortiz. Locks. And I hated I hated the Proud and Powerful thing, but now that I get it, like it's the Puerto Rican flag, right? Yeah, and mm-hmm. like that's what they're proud of.
1: <laughs> I, not, I like the sentiment. It's just a bad name. That's a shit name.
2: Yeah, right. but I like. I mean, it fit their song fits with it. It's a good song. They have but, like, I'm assuming a Puerto Rican rapper. It's a good song, but that name's shit. Every name that WWE, AEW
3: has come up with, Dark Order isn't good. Jurassic <laughs> Hy-
1: Express is good,
0: but
3: Hybrid Two is bad. Mm-hmm. What? That's uh Jack El- Jack Evans and Helico's Hybrid Two. Oh. The inner circle is bad. Is bad. <laughs> yes, proud and powerful. Like these are really
1: bad. Like, Jurassic names. Express is the only good one. And I don't know if that was AEW or like that a was joke. the fans. Like that was the fans. Yeah, I Because nah. that's what
2: Luchasaurus said on Jericho's podcast. Was that was the fans? Okay, <laughs> there you go.
3: <laughs> yeah, so maybe their creative teams need to get a little bit more. They creative. don't have one. That's the thing. Yeah, they they don't have anything, and it shows. Yeah, Yeah. the inner circles, like to me, is so it's so it's bad. shitty. It's bad. Um, And if you say it's good, it's just because you're a fucking fanboy. Yeah, Brady. Yeah,
2: (laughs) actually, Brady's been talking shit on AEW too on Twitter. It's been it's been refreshing to see him hate a lot of things. He's
3: just he's just venting.
2: (laughs) Um. Anyway, I love Santana and Ortiz. Um, Outside of their name, I love it. They're they're so good. Like, I don't. I need to like pay attention, know which one's which. Uh, One of them has
1: crazy eyes, and I fucking love it he was biting the rope i mean um, they're not actually from southern california from the, they're from new york so it oh, should just yeah. be a jfk now that should be that hasn't <laughs> been taken by anything else yet so yeah
0: yeah, yeah. Um,
1: jfk
2: i love how much they love the foo fighters um because they were just yelling the best the best the best the they love best. that they
1: love that good video
2: it was probably for 2 minutes i also tweeted that video and 7 seconds before i did Blur did it so, I love you, Blurg.
1: Well, they're in Texas, which is an hour later, so you beat them by 53 minutes. I watched it on the right feed. No, but they're... Okay, Blurg lives an hour ahead of us.
2: Oh. So,
1: if Blurg tweeted it seven minutes before you, that's actually 53 minutes after you.
2: Mm, math. Time math. Um, Yeah, I, I thought the part where Jericho was cutting his promo while they were trying to talk, but it was a video that was poorly edited... I'm sorry. I shouldn't be so nitpicky of this brand new no, show, we, we, but we we talk about, about what's it. Good
1: too, you know. Like, but this same, is shit that they need to figure out.
3: Like. At the same time, it's like when you promote before you start doing anything that we're going to be revolutionary, we're changing the world. You open yourself up to very very high expectations, mm-hmm. I guess. And yeah. So when you don't deliver these high expectations of changing the world and being more sportsy and not going to give you bullshit running finishes or distraction finishes and then that's all you have is running finishes and distraction finishes and mm.
1: wacky stuff and yeah. maybe
3: it's okay to kind of be like what are you guys doing yeah, yeah and
1: like for i mean for all the problems wwe has this is like not an issue you would see there you wouldn't see like their video production is done is so professionally done and they like know what they're doing they've been doing it for so long you would never see like an issue where like a promo in ring is being also like matched with something going up on the titan tron well i even call it Titantron, but just up on the video board the tron the tron uh and like being out of sync and timing being off you just you wouldn't see that in wwe really yeah like that's yeah. the thing they need to figure out
2: i guess i am just judging them on the expectations that they said
3: yeah it's and that's the thing and that's why like, i got don't feel bad for trying to criticize them where I was like, Well, they're just starting to see. Yeah, but they said that they were gonna change the world, mm-hmm. it was gonna be revolutionary, and like this was gonna be like nothing we've seen before, but it's just a good wrestling show. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's great.
2: I love watching it, but it is a wrestling show. It it's, feels like a wrestling show. It's mm-hmm. nothing special. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean Yeah. So far, I mean, it's still it's still different and cool and worth watching. It's yeah. not like it's not that it's not at all like it's very worth watching. It's, a it's very good, it's cool. A, it's a great show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is better than most shows on each week. Like, yeah. it is better than Raw generally is. It's better than SmackDown generally is in, in a lot of ways. And, like, it's not better than NXT, but the NXT is the best show. So, yeah. um, All right. Jurassic Express versus
2: Lucha Bros. Uh Luchasaurus got hurt.
1: Yeah, apparently tore his hamstring, I think. Yeah. So
2: it was Jungle Boy and Marco Stunt. The Luchabros are the greatest tag team of all time because they made they're, Marco
1: Stunt look great. They they're not, but they're really good. They're really fucking good. They're like, one of the best but, couple tag teams in the world right now.
2: Like Luchadores will work with smaller people cuz in Mexico that's a thing. Well, like cuz uh you know, Marco Stunt did a move where he like spiked one of them on their head. Mm, that was, DDT. yeah. That was all the lucha bro. I yeah. mean, like an,
1: in reality, they probably you know getting lucha training. They probably have based for for minis before. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay, they, they like, absolutely have. Like and Marco Sagrada, Like yeah. this is not like a joke about how small Marco is. No, but it is probably similar. Like he is. Yeah, he's like, tiny. He is tiny. And like, like
2: I think he's a cool dude and all this. He's not a good wrestler. He is.
1: He's fine. He's he's actually pretty good.
0: He, okay. He is.
1: He's not like he is he, not Kenny level. He's he not like impress. at that top level.
2: I'm I'm glad he has a shot, but like when he was in this match I was like, Oh, this is gonna be a squash. Well it's because And they they that- did a This was a really well booked match. I thought sixty percent of what they did was just like six.
3: Actually, probably seventy five percent of what they did was selling. (laughs) Yeah, Mm. Marco and um, Jungle Boy. They got to pick their spots. Yeah, Yeah. I actually. That's the beauty of a tag team mm. match is you got to pick and highlight like what you're good at.
1: And I don't really love the combo of Marco and Jungle Boy actually together because they're just a little too similar. Mm -hmm. Like the style they have to work. It is. It is better when Marco has to like you know, is in like contrast to Luchasaurus
3: or like when jungle boys in contract, it was like, yeah. Or you like have that, like you mm. have
2: the big fuck. Yeah. yeah. I just, I was really impressed by how this match was like played out. Like, cause I went in being like, Oh, this is going to be bad. There was only one way that it could go. And it was the way that it went, because mm-hmm. if you go
3: anything else and it's not going to be believable, it's not going to be, or it's not going to be good for either team. If yeah. they go in there, just murder them. You're, you're killing off two people mm-hmm. and a whole team. They go in there and have a weird competitive match. It's not going to be good, but you have them sell, but then come and hit big, cool, like, um, like spectacular looking moves. And like, okay, cool, like, mm-hmm. and then also like you have like Jungle Boy look like the stronger one on the other team because he's obviously going to be the bigger star.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Pentagon fucking holding Marco up by one arm was really fucking cool too.
2: Yeah, and I, I just, I really liked that everything Marco did seemed accidental. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, that that's funny. when he's at his
2: best. That's like, like part of his charm. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. I also,
3: especially- I love that Jim Ross doesn't give a fuck that his name is uh, Jungle Boy, Jungle Jack, Jack Perry, Jungle Boy, Jack Perry. Not Jungle Boy, though. Always has to throw in
1: Jack or Jack Perry. I heard that. I, I, I had the best experience watching this because I watched it at Space Bar with Logan, the get, former guest on the show. Because uh, he was bartending there and just put it up on TV, but I could did not get commentary. And I enjoyed this episode the most of any AEW episode so far, so that might be part of it. <laughs>
2: um, Speaking of Jungle Boy, this is a, another funny tweet I saw this week. Uh, Jungle Boy and Darby Allen being on the same show is incredible. If every teenage girl in America isn't tuning in soon, then Cody
1: is the worst <laughs> wrestling promoter of all time. <laughs> oh my god. Because um, you get, also, you get I the mean, best of both worlds. I mean... For Halloween, one of them like Darby should be Rocket Power, and then uh, Jungle Boy should be Wild Thornberries. Fuck. <laughs> uh, AEW Women's Championship: Riho versus Dr. Britt Baker. You guys can go ahead. It was okay.
2: i like, I was doing my dishes during this match, so I didn't pay attention. They're
1: overexposing Rio.
3: Overexposing Riho.
0: They they she shouldn't a, be on every episode. Like,
2: wasted a match with Britt. Wasted a loss for
3: Britt in a title match. And if wins and losses matter, then she would go to the back of the line. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Riho is like still adjusting it. to this style too. Like it wasn't as good. And a the match. big of the as how big the ring is. Yeah, it is just not as. She, I think she'll get there, but like this is putting the title on her this early was a big ask for her. They like,
3: should have. Jenna and I were talking about this, and Jenna said they were going to probably going to put it on Kylie Ray. Yeah, because she's somebody that can work. She's that super likable babyface underdog, and she could talk. Well then. Whatever happened with her happened with her. Also, she's like really back on the independency now.
2: See, and that kind of makes me feel weird. Like, why did she leave? What happened? I,
1: I would like to know as well.
3: Rumors yeah. stated that there was some shit going on with some EVPs. So that's just rumors, though. Yeah. yeah. Don't know for sure. I'm not going to say like I know. Yeah. That's just what I've read online. But, I mean, always take it with a grain of salt. But she is back. But so I, that's who I thought they'd probably be going with, too. And then they made the audible to Reho, which hasn't worked out. And I think they're overexposing her as well for trying to make sure people get, like, she gets over, which makes sense. Like, you want to make sure you can get the repetition in. But is it going to be detrimental? And I feel they really should have went with Britt Baker as your first champion.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And then I now, mean, they're putting her on every show anyway. And Britt she- Baker's been on all three weeks? Or just two? Uh, she's just commentary oh yeah she's commentary yeah
3: it's like she's she's already lost now for the title um so it's like she goes to the back of the line what do you go like where do you go from here and like having her as like a if you look if you're trying to like get like little girls and teenage girls into wrestling and you have a person that you see it's like oh here's Britt baker she's a good wrestler she's a fucking dentist she's like fucking does cool moves it's she like married adam cole yeah it's like you just see besides that like you see this as like a a young person you're like oh my god like i can yeah like, i can do all this shit all at once and be fucking badass and it's just you know i feel like they had a very big missed opportunity there and then this match i don't think was that good mm-hmm. and i feel that the women's division was getting a lot of hype going into it and now I feel it is I feel is, like they have
1: dropped the ball entirely with it to be it, honest. It
3: is not going the way they wanted it to. It's
2: the same. It's one women's match and f- seven dude matches. But
1: NXT but, is moving towards more. NXT is moving towards more. Main roster last pay-per-view was five men's matches for women's in Damn. WWE. And their f- the first
3: pick of the entire draft
2: was Becky Lynch.
3: And they're That's a man. They're
1: yeah, uh, why not both? The man.
2: <laughs> That's true.
3: <laughs> but yeah, I mean it's just one of those things where it's like they ha- they had a lot of hype for this and then like we have that match with Brandy. Like then there's this the weird, whatever happened with Kylie Ray.
1: It's like uh...
0: mm-hmm.
1: And then there's like other shit like They have there. There are people signed there that haven't been mentioned on TV. Like they have Awesome Kong and stuff like that. Like she doesn't. Like she may be busy filming something or whatever, but like she hasn't even been like haven't had a video for her anything like that. Like just it's really it's uh, like they're booking this division more shallow than it actually is, Mm -hmm. and like. Then making weird, bad decisions with it, too. And it is kind of disappointing. doesn't seem important.
2: That's that's the detriment of not having a writer
1: or a showrunner.
2: And it seems like maybe this is Kenny's fault because Kenny's, like, Riho's big supporter. Well, it's also the detriment of having that many cooks in the kitchen,
3: Mm -hmm. but they also have to worry about their own things. Yeah. And then you also run into the reality that you have a finite amount of time now. Mm-hmm. Whereas before they could just promote whatever they want on their videos. Mm-hmm. But now they have a finite amount of time that they have to do this. And they're realizing that maybe writing a show every week's a little tough. Yeah, mm-hmm. And that maybe WWE, like... there's Jimmy stuff. Jacobs says nobody understands how hard it is to yeah. fucking write for that company. It's Because you write three hours of Raw, two hours of SmackDown, 205 Live. Then if you think mm-hmm. about NXT, it's another hour at that time. Like you have all this shit you have to do, then you have to put people on main event, then there's house shows, then there's other shit we have to do. Yeah, it's like it's fucking
0: hard.
1: And yeah. speaking in the words of Kevin Nash in one of the greatest terrible shoot interviews of all time, Which talking one? the well, see, there would be Monday, and then you gotta get through that show, and then there'd be Thursday after that. That's the one where then, he's
3: eating uh, ravioli and yeah, salad. Yeah, <laughs> that's my favorite and shoot. Then interview. he's like,
1: and then after that there'd be Monday, and like talking about how like hard it was to write show to show, and he's like. But all he was doing was saying that there's Monday and then there's Thursday that you gotta worry and then there's Monday after that. And he says it for like a while. <laughs> but but I mean at the end of the day it is
3: really true though. Mm. Yeah.
2: Like and they only got two hours a week. Yeah, yeah, you got
3: like a and then you have their YouTube show. But again, it's like what was the phone? I don't focus think on? very much writing
2: goes into that either. No, you just put matches <laughs> on.
3: But it's like what like what happens? Oh, the dark thing. Yeah. yeah, it's like what like you took half of that for Kenny and uh Joey Janelle, which is fine, but like, then you kind of start seeing, like, who's getting featured? Where's these new people that they said you haven't even seen 60% of our roster? Well, whose fault is that? Hell, yeah. where, where are they? Where's
2: Wardlow? Where the Where's fuck fuck Ward is Wardlow? Wardlow? Three weeks and no Wardlow. Where's Sadie
3: Gibbs? Yeah. yeah. Like, she had the one match. I want her to come back in and beat up B Bea Priestley.
2: Hell, where the fuck's B Priestley?
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So she
2: can get beat up. It's just, they're, They're under delivering like they're not changing Mm -hmm. the world. It's a
3: great under deliver. It's a great show. They had a great rating. It was like over a million people still. Um, But it's just like we have a lot of inner circle.
2: Mm -hmm. We have a lot of elite. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. Um, speaking of that, Hangman Page and Kenny Omega versus Pac and Jon Moxley. This match was really good. This
3: was a really good match. And one person, while they're very athletic, definitely did not feel as big as the other three. Wow. Take Horse one- Horse
2: Yes. The horseman.
3: Mm-hmm. I feel so bad, but it's like, Moxley is a fucking star. He's going out there, just charisma at a fucking 12 out of 10. He mm-hmm. is bringing his shit. Pac's, ever since he like emerged back in wrestling- has been bringing it so hard. Kenny starting to finally. this match
1: felt like a Kenny match. Like he
3: was finally getting
1: shit clicking again. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, here we go. And then you have like, Oh, there's Adam. And like the shit he gets in, like physically again, like same th- shit. Like he's really good and he is really good in the ring. He just like, doesn't convey that. And also like, I think like, obviously like he won the match, like with his finisher, um, But, like, I think they should just, like, have Kenny win the match. Like, it's – the rub for Paige right now should just be being in the ring with Kenny. Like, not – like, he's done that a ton. But, Mm -hmm. you know, he – it's it makes it obvious to us that they're still trying to push Paige. We're like, just let us have Kenny. Like, we haven't seen a one-winged angel yet on AEW. Like, Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah, and that's not good. Give us good. that.
1: Like, give us that. And then, like, I I would have felt better about Paige coming out of that match if he, like, was the one to set up Kenny for a finisher versus, like, delivering the finisher.
2: Yeah. Um. Then we had a Philly street fight for the championship. Darby mm-hmm. Allen versus Chris Jericho. Match was sick. It was mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Um, I know people have said that, like, oh, the fans were bought into the false
3: finishes. No, they just were cool moves. Like, yeah. They were just kind of playing along the story. Nobody, nobody... Going into it, ever thought that Darby was gonna win? No, they never made it seem like Darby was gonna win, even with any false finishes. Um, because when you're promoting the other match way too hard, it 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 takes
1: it mm, takes that, shit that out was of it. A real I real issue too is they like ran that Cody package in the show. Yeah, when like talking about like thinking about Chris Jericho, but like just save that for next week, or have Cody put over Darby more, like saying like he has to all think about. Jericho and Darby. It's like, like, yeah, like before, you know, I just was thinking about Jericho, but now Darby's
3: in there. Mm-hmm. And how do you even prepare for Darby? Like, I we went to a draw. I couldn't beat him before, so now I have to worry. He might be coming into this match, and I couldn't beat him. And it's like, do something like that. And then they had the most WWE finish, where Jake Hager, Jack Swagger comes in and pushes oh. him off, so Jericho wins. Yep. God, I hate him. And so... What I guess fine, whatever. He also didn't tap out, but like they – I'm guessing he verbally did, but they never made mention of that on commentary. Again, another just little nitpick, but it's like present this better. Mm-hmm. Present it like a sport. If he's like, oh, no, he must have verbally said to the ref that he was done. Oh, he has so much heart. Or the ref just called mm. it called it by herself, and she said, you know what? You can't go on anymore.
2: You're done. Mm.
1: Yeah, Because um, I, I th- Derby th- wouldn't
2: quit. Yeah, I if think he, if it was him making the choice, yeah. he wouldn't quit.
1: I think the fortunate thing out of this is that no one's gonna remember like that those parts of this match over the just remembering Darby doing the like all the shit with his hands taped behind his yeah. back. Like that's what people are gonna remember in like a month. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna remember like the shit that kind of didn't help Darby in this match. But just like so, they talk about like WWE finishes,
3: they they rip on. Like the elite rip on finishes like that, and then it's like they've been doing but, like weird running. But they're
1: doing WCW finishes, which aren't <laughs> better. Like, yeah, they're probably worse.
3: And it just to me that it was a great match. I just didn't like the finish. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah.
1: One one sick thing too, um, though, is saw on Twitter, um, uh, Aubrey Edwards tweeting at, um, oh fuck. Uh, Jess, whatever her—I can't remember her last name—but the female ref in NXT mm-hmm. tweeting at each other because they both uh, ref the main events in the two Wednesday night shows this oh, week. Oh, sick! And so, yeah. like, that was sick, and like, also seeing just like them like putting each other over for it was sick.
3: Hell yeah! Runs from the May Young Classic because mm-hmm. um, they brought in Aubrey Edwards to ref that.
2: Another Chuck tweet this week is he said, "Hey, John Boy, I wrestled on a wrestling show on uh, TNT. Did you see?" and in- Johnny Gargano just replied with a gif of Chuck doing something. He's like, I'll take it as a yes. It was a gif of he had um It was one of the
3: ants, right? Yeah, and he had was it gonna hit him with a chair and pole, but he like the it like
2: hit really weird and ricocheted off really bad and went into the crowd to just see Chuck Taylor just go like oh no. <laughs> um I didn't get a chance to watch all of NXT, so explain it to me.
1: I watched the I, I don't have access to watch it live mm-hmm. and so i end up having to watch a really bad one hour cut of from hulu like mm-hmm. it's not edited as well as Raw and smackdown are oh unfortunately but uh, it'll get better but it's just already the show's already so packed that things are just like you they're just cutting into stuff all the time there's like no entrances and yeah,
2: yeah. i know Champa came back mm-hmm.
1: yeah That's
3: sick i was sick all right so i got i got the results here cool so I can remember uh, Champa versus Angel Garza was great. Yeah, um, and just cool seeing Champa. He's massive. Yeah, uh, he came back in seven months on an injury that should have taken him a year.
2: Yeah, and is he? He's like a face now, or is he just kind of the same character, just he's not a, mean? He's
3: a face. Okay, yeah. okay. because it's like, he can't, how can he not be? Yeah. Um, Undisputed era came out during that, and then handed uh, Mar Ranallo a USB drive. I, I fucking
1: love this. <laughs> it was. Kyle just giving Morrow a USB drive. And, like, I I like this because you know what? On main roster, if they did the same shit, they would immediately cut to it being up on the screen, Mm -hmm. like with no time to actually get it to production. Morrow, like, went to commercial saying, like, Oh, we're going to get to the truck and see if we can show it.
3: And then they came back and then they came back and I was like, It's been cleared by a production team to view. So here we go. So it's like, oh, cool. It's like, this is real. They had mm-hmm. a fucking like, showrunner come over, or a producer. Go give us the guys in the truck now. They go and do that. Like, can, we, can we fucking show this? And so they did. And it was them, um, an aggressive promo from the undisputed era. They had attacked and laid out Velveteen Dream.
1: Yeah, backstage, like by the production trucks and shit. Yeah,
3: and Roddy stomped on
1: his glasses and had his shirt kind of ripped and was like, "Yeah, that's what
3: you fucking get. You don't embarrass me, bro." They, the way they (laughs) don't
1: tell me I have a little dick. The way they shot it kind of implied that, like in the two K games, like they power bombed Dream off the truck onto a onto a box. Yeah. because like they a, murdered him yeah like because there's like ladder there's like a ladder up to next to the truck and roddy comes from over there and then dreams on like a, the one of the like road cases next to the truck so they tried to murder him and so
3: regal's pissed and regal is looking better like he was pretty ill mm-hmm. and so he's starting to get he a looks little, back to like raw
1: gm like regal he's getting a little, little bit, thick yeah. again yeah. And
3: like i like it and he said that the uh Dream is going to be unable to compete next week for the North American Championship. So instead,
1: I'm going to put one of these big boys in the
3: match. In. War games. War games. War games. <laughs> no, but it's um, whoever wins against uh, Keith Lee and Dominic Dajakovic. And then we had Imperium versus Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch in a great fucking Fuck. like. Like was point point See, this wasn't
1: on the Hulu edit, and that's such my it shit. It was so good. That is literally the most my shit match possible, and wasn't on the Hulu edit. Um, was it
2: Marcel and, and uh, Fabian Eichner? Okay, okay. Fabian Eichner, who's who's all, he's had great matches with those two, right? Oh He yeah. was in another. Mm-hmm. He was in like the Boston tag team, right? Or no, that's no. Lorkin and Birch. Yeah, yeah. Who Um did Fabian and who? He wrestled. They wrestled a lot, right? Yes. Yes. And, and okay.
1: the, these two teams have had a match. It's like my one of my favorite matches of the last year, and it was like a six minute tag match to open NXT. Oh, damn! And but it's like fifteen minutes worth of match piled into six minutes. That was my. I did
2: this one in about ten minutes. Was that was great. my uh, intro to Marcel. I remember mm. that
3: he's, he's really good. He's so good. And then uh, Iguaner is super athletic and just gained sixty pounds of muscle. Yeah. And Oni Lorcan is the best on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And they are so good and they I love their brawling style. I love that his like tope looks all weird because it just goes with everything about him and he has a long finger.
1: Also, Dan I found this out. Danny Birch is only like 37. He looks he's Finn Balor age. He looks a
3: thousand. Yeah. Damn. He just loves the fight. Uh Johnny Gargano had a uh interview backstage just saying he doesn't know how to feel about Ciampa. Oh. Which I'm glad they're like kind of being like uh ah. um Io Shirai beat uh the former Lacey Lane, Caden Carter, um uh, beat the hell out of her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rhea Ripley came in and said
1: and in every lesbian's dream, Rhea Ripley <laughs> came out to face Io Shirai.
3: <laughs> and she was um yeah, so that's going to be and then they announced that um Ripley versus Bianca Belair is going to be next week. Okay. So I think they're going to be putting over uh Ripley for this and I like that, like, they were talking shit, like, online, and Rio was just like, you've lost three times to her. Like, I don't have to go through you to do this. Um, Keith Lee and Dom- Domin- Dominic Dijakovic was awesome. It's those two doing fucking insane things to each other that big men should not be able to do mm-hmm. like that. Um, Keith Lee did a fucking reverse Hurricane Rana. Yeah. Um, it was that buck wild. It was frightening. Um, then Roddy came in after just a fucking great match, and beat him up. So they're both going to be in the match. Yeah, I mean, oh. triple
1: threat, Roddy versus the big boys. Also, I like this because it extends the Keith Lee-Don Dejon feud, because it was supposed to be the rubber match, supposed to be the blow-off, and now still haven't gotten it. Oh, yeah. And yeah. So now
3: we get it next week with Roddy. So there's going to be 30,000 moves, and Roddy's going to hit <laughs> about 12,000 moves in about two seconds. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have Matt Riddle versus Bronson Reed, I thought was sick. Because Bronson's another big boy oh, yeah, that can yeah. fucking yeah. move.
2: The New Zealand dude, right?
1: Yeah, mm. and Matt or Riddle. That that uh, Rucking Foughton shirt once. Uh,
2: they just announced a Selena shirt today.
1: It's really it's sick.
2: so sick. I'm buying it. Uh, Matt Riddle
3: did the fucking floating bro, which is crazy. Then he was caught into a powerbomb, which is fucking sick. Um, he Riddle hit the bro derrick for his fitness, and then he
2: did a fist bump. I would love to see them... <laughs> move called the bro derrick after yeah. bo Derek the model mm-hmm. yeah jesus christ
3: i would love to see them like do another dusty tag team um and have those two be a tag team that'd be fucking awesome yeah really cool
1: yeah and then it'd be i mean it's similar in some ways to like chosen bros or like when Cobb and riddle would tag on the indies and shit
3: uh tegan knox is back with the most pop punk theme song in the world I would
0: kill for
3: her. Michael Cole was, I think, sacrificing part of his limbs for the wrestling gods since she is mm. back now. Um, she hit the shiniest wizard for the one, two, three. Uh, beat Tenera Conti. So who cares? She wears two uh, stone cold knee braces now. So <laughs> also she did a dive and she needs to fucking
1: stop. Yeah, nope, yep, nope, nope.
2: Yeah, I saw a picture with her, Candace, and someone else. Dakota Kai. Oh, okay. Doing and it DX said something posts. about war games? They probably just said that they wanted to do war games, but it was uh those three. Okay. Um it said like Candace's tweet said like war was capitalized in one sentence and game yeah, was probably. capitalized in one. Ben Bauer returns next week. He's doing his first uh road trip with them with the Northwest. I know. They're in Portland like next weekend. I want This to weekend. I want to go. I'm going. Mm. I'm driving there right now. And then um, I'm fucking stoked. It was a really good thing. Killian Dayden murdered Boa
3: and who really cares? And then Damien Priest beat uh, beat Pete Dunn. What? Uh, Through dick kick. Dick kick. Okay. It was a good match. It was a fantastic match.
1: Uh, I liked to kick his dick. I'm the only one with dick in this club.
3: I like to hurt people. I don't know why you had to kick me in the dick. Damien. Did he break his fingies? He broke Killian Dane's fingers before the match. <laughs> mm-hmm. Jeez. And then they had a fantastic match. It was one of the better um Damien Priest matches I've seen like even as punishment like this. Mm-hmm. Like, they did really good. Um Pete done so good. Mm-hmm. If you're a fan of these two guys, you're gonna really like this match. To me, this match isn't gonna change your mind if you're not. Okay. But it was still like I would say like a four star match. Mm-hmm. Um I, Uncle shows, Dave gave it four two four two five. So um, wow.
1: yeah, I, it shows that Priest can can go with the right opponent. Like
3: he just wasn't given the right opponents
1: yeah. before. And and also, that he is Pete can go with literally anyone.
3: Yeah, it was it was awesome. I like that they gave Jamie the win. Pete can take a loss and it's okay. You need to build up new stars.
1: Hopefully, he just looks comes back looking shittier next week. Be mm-hmm. done. Yeah, God, it, it keeps going more and yeah. more. I just like haven't give him the like. Neville, after losing the title gimmick, of just being sleep-deprived and shitty-looking. I
3: love that. His eyes look so puffy then. Mm. All in all, NXT is, like, if you go just with in-ring product, it's the best wrestling show that is weekly in the U.S.
0: Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. Even though I didn't watch it, it's my favorite. Hmm?
3: Even though I didn't watch it, it's my favorite. It's the best in-ring product show. Um, AEW is as far as like the feel and how they're trying to make things feel important. And even with the, like some of the shit that they do, that one is as like a overall, like, does this look like it's a cool thing? That one is the coolest brand, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, but Wednesday's this just the best fucking day for wrestling? Like all in all, like that's the fucking day. Yeah. Yeah. Whether you're a fan of either one, because like, yeah. And like I said, it best ending product. AW is the coolest one. Like, they like they, they
1: get they get to say shit once.
3: Well, it's like they get like I guess what like pop culture and everything is today, and like what people want to see today, and so it just makes a lot more sense.
2: Yeah. Um. So I watched a lot of non WWE. Well, it was WWE. I watched a lot of non current wrestling this week. Oh. Um. What do we What are we diving into? We're gonna talk about some of the worst finishers of all time. Yes. Nope. Finishes. Finishes. finishes finishes besides the Montreal screw job we've we've talked about that a lot well,
1: I know, don't know I kind of liked it well, I would well,
3: well you know uh, I think we should talk about it more
2: I would say that's probably the worst finish of all time
3: Um, I actually would disagree I mean how do you uh call off a held in the cell I mean <laughs> Mick Foley was gonna die twice and then like they didn't call that one up but then you so you got fucking toolbox
2: <laughs> all right that's, that's, that's bullshit a good, that's a good point Brett <laughs> So you dislike that match more than you losing to Shawn Michaels in your hometown. It
3: wasn't my hometown. It was in your, Montreal. It's, your, it's French Can- Canada. Uh, not the real Canada, like in Calgary. <laughs> yeah.
2: So I'm just going to go with a couple quick ones real quick. My notes are really out of order, but uh, Nikki Bella versus AJ Lee. Um, AJ got squashed because of a kiss.
3: It was a minute match, um, At and AJ Lee was the current women's champion or divas champion at the time. Brie kissed her on the mouth and then Nikki hit her with the rack attack. And then that was
1: the match
2: Daniel Bryan versus Seamus. D Bry got squashed because of a kiss. Mm-hmm. Got squashed. AJ, Lee kissed him. He eats
1: a. Oh my God. It's like the
3: fucking it follows virus. Uh, he gets hit by a bro kick. And this was supposed to, like, this, this was, was meant to get Seamus over as a huge baby face. Oh. Mm. And was it didn't Bri- work.
2: Was this Bryan's height? Not
3: his height. This okay. was what started launching him with the yeses and everything. If okay. If
1: Daniel Bryan kisses someone on screen, they're going to get squashed. I'm going to call it right now.
3: AJ Lee. If AJ Lee's involved in a kiss, like whoever, like either her or that person's losing.
1: No, I like See, Zach's- Nikki oh, Bella passed it yeah. to There's
2: this AJ this movie called Somehow. It Follows, where if you have sex with somebody, then this monster kind of follows you.
1: Until you have sex with someone. Yeah. And, and then, then it you starts you pass, following them. You just
2: pass it on. So- it AJ, went from AJ to Brian, but no.
3: then Brian gave it to Brie, then gave it back to AJ, <laughs> so that means CM Punk would have it.
2: Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. CM Punk has it forever. Because <laughs> he's never going to kiss anyone. I mean, he's married to AJ. <laughs> They're just going to pass it back. It doesn't always mean
3: anything. He's going to kiss the fucking <laughs> man <laughs> if he wrestlers. tries to go back into UFC, brother.
2: <laughs> um, all right, let's do this one. Cena versus Bray Wyatt. Um... I have a question. Was this Wyatt's first big match? No. Okay. Um. Aside from the finish, I actually really liked the match. Match was fine. Mm-hmm. So this was not the first time that he
3: ends up beating him. WrestleMania thirty. Something I like that.
2: Oh, remember? I just wrote down. That um. Thing. So
3: this isn't the first time he beat him because he did this to almost everybody. Ryback, Wyatt. So he would. They would finally get up on scene a little bit, and this is the one where he was like. Telling John to hit him in the face of the chair. Then John's too good and the Boy out and doesn't. Yeah. And then he ends up beating him anyway. It, it just kills any credibility that you have. Mm-hmm. It just stops you dead in your tracks.
1: They should have had the finish that we literally just had with Bray
3: Wyatt and Seth. Like I've seen a snap and hit him in the face of the chair. DQ. And then Cena's like, oh shit, what did I do? Mm-hmm. If,
1: if Cena did that shit, it would actually be impactful. Because yeah. it would be so out of the blue.
2: Yeah, I just... Bullshit. I... It's, I just feel bad for Bray. Like, although they also had, I
3: think it was like an ambulance match and he, like, um, or like a last man standing and he, like, a would him through the ambulance and, like, beat him there and then, like, killed his gimmick the first time. Mm. And then, like, WrestleMania 31, where someone jump into the one with Rusev. Yeah, yeah. Rusev is undefeated, comes in in a fucking tank and then loses.
2: Yeah. I watched that with you. Yeah. Pretty
3: like it, it did
1: Greg Savage. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Like the only good thing about that one is it led to the John Cena open challenge. Yeah. But like they didn't have to have Rusev lose for that to then happen.
2: And and that was before handsome Rusev.
1: Yeah, he was still just
3: weird hitting he was... he was still
1: Russian.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Not even Bulgarian.
1: Yeah, he was, he was Russian. still
2: Russian. <laughs> um man, I want to talk about all these now. Um
3: John Cena and Team WWE versus yeah. the Nexus. That is yeah. like let's do that one. The most atrocious
1: one.
2: So uh who's on Team WWE? Uh Cena, Edge, R Truth, Chris Jericho, John Morrison, who I was watching a really blurry stream of this, and I thought it was AJ Styles half the time.
1: The hair is silky. Um yeah.
2: who else? Um Bret Hart and Daniel Bryan. So Daniel Bryan had gotten fired from the company. Okay.
3: And for uh, choking a guy
2: with a tie, right? Justin mm-hmm. Roberts.
3: And then um, they brought him back because Miz was like, I'm not going to be on the team. They was like, I guess I'll do it. And they're like, no, we don't need you, fucker. Um, Bret Hart was just there. Because he was there. <laughs> just cause, mm.
2: Yep, he was the general manager of Raw at the time, from what I gathered. Who's
3: the U.S. champion.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Team Nexus was Wade Barrett. Oh, I'm sorry. Wade Barrett. I'm afraid I've got some. Bad news. Um, David Otunga.
0: Hey, it's me, <laughs> yeah.
2: David Otunga. He's Slater. Uh, I got Darren, kids. Darren Young, and then people I have never fucking heard of before: Michael Tarver, Michael Tarver, Justin Gabriel, and Skip Sheffield. Justin Skip Gabriel Sh- is sick. Justin
3: Gabriel is PJ Black from
2: Ring of Honor. The He's, Darewolf. Okay. The Darewolf. And um, what did he? What did he look like in that
3: match? Lucha Underground. He was probably had like a scene haircut. Okay.
1: And did Flippy shit?
3: Yeah, Uh, yeah. Skip Sheffield was Ryback.
1: I knew he looked familiar.
3: (laughs) Ryback. The whole
2: time I was watching, it's me, the big
3: guy. Didn't you know who I was, the Skip guy?
2: That Ryback, or is that just another big bald guy?
3: (laughs) It's me, the big guy. Feed me, Skippy, the peanut butter boy.
2: (laughs) So this is what I gathered. (laughs)
3: Cover me in peanut butter protein.
2: (laughs) (laughs) This is what I gathered. Um, Nexus is the new guard trying to beat the old guys. Yes, okay,
1: came in with literally like the hottest debut thing ever when they like destroyed the ring.
2: That's insane because they <laughs> seemed like
1: nobodies. So, watching,
2: was, watching from the future,
1: yes. So, this is what happened.
3: The, these are all the rookies from NXT season one. Oh, okay, okay. And so, they were having the finale, and they're like Wade Barrett wins, and then. They all surrounded the ring during a CM Punk versus uh, John Cena match. Mm -hmm. And they go and beat the shit out of him. Like, where they're like, oh, shit. They start tearing apart the ring. They're throwing everything around. Apparently, um, Skip Sheffield Ryback was, uh, Ryan Reeves, was throwing a little too much hands at Punk and Gallows. So Gallows started beating him up. Hell yeah. And he was like, no, we're supposed to win. (laughs) (laughs) And so, like they were, like they literally got the boards out. Like they all hit finishes on him. Brian choked the guy out with a tie. (laughs) Um, They came in very fucking
1: hot. Yeah.
2: Hmm. Um, Was CM Punk? Did he start the New Nexus? Do I? Am I remembering that? Ready to get into some
1: convoluted storyline?
2: Okay, never mind then.
3: Uh, Here we go. So the New Nexus was like Punk and Mason Ryan, but and then over on SmackDown we had the core.
1: Also going at the same time, which was
3: Wade Barrett and Heath Slater and Justin Gabriel. Oh, and okay, Ezekiel Jackson.
1: <laughs> it was the most bad in a bad way. NWO shit, and ever. it was the
3: core with two R's.
1: Yeah. Maybe it's uh, up there with one of the worst WWE shirts <laughs> of all time.
3: That and the Y2AJ one.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so this is what I have for this match. Um, Brett's very long black shorts are terrible. I, I love, love his
3: fucking weird like. <laughs> trying to be cool dad
2: jean shorts mm-hmm. um and his hockey jersey so this was right after Brian came back you said this was when this he was came was back this was his uh, okay. his match it
1: was, it was a surprise
2: oh yeah um so at one point we get down to um uh, Brian and Cena against one person not one person there it should two? be
1: There's like three. Yeah. Okay. Cena buries three people at the end of this match.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Miz comes in and hits Brian. Mm Mm-hmm. Gets Brian out of it. And then it's just John Cena against against
3: everyone. And three members of Nexus. Cena got
1: DDT'd on a concrete fucking floor and then buried three people.
3: (laughs) So apparently Edge and Jericho tried to talk Cena out of this.
1: Yeah. This was like a last minute change too. Like, Like, like,
3: is this
2: kayfabe or real?
1: Real. This is real. This is a shoot brother. In the back... In the back, like before, like this match happened, like it was supposed to be the Nexus going over, like establish this new hot, like, like group. Wade Barrett people. should have been a fucking
3: multiple time world champion. Yeah, like, he was so their, like, he
1: was good. Fucking five six time world champion. Mm. He was
3: good. He's he handsome. He could fucking talk. He could, do it, he could do it all. He could fucking do nothing. I think he's trying to be an actor, Stu Stone. Oh, yeah, okay. he's yeah, he kind son. of retired. Um, yeah,
1: but like. And Cena decided to change the finish of the match. And he politicked and was like, no, I'm going to win. And Jericho and Edge tried to convince him. Like, that was a bad idea. And
3: then after the match, he was like, oh, you
2: guys were right.
1: Yeah, Mm
3: -hmm.
2: (laughs) doesn't fucking help anything, but thanks. Um, Think about how different the wrestling landscape would be if John Cena and Triple H were as mature as they are now. It wouldn't uh, wouldn't work. Because, like... I mean, Triple H was a politicker, wasn't he? <laughs> he married the boss's daughter. Yeah, <laughs> You fucking tell he me. He never
1: fully stopped being one.
2: But, like... He still is one now. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. But, like, John Cena, I mean, maybe because he's fine, he puts people over all the time
1: now. He, he has learned. He has learned a lot. Well, not necessarily.
2: He still got his shit over on Elias.
1: That's true. That's
2: good, mm-hmm. but... Did you want Elias to go over no, that I'm situation? Here. But, I'm but just saying. he put
1: over AJ when, like... Ten years ago, Cena would not have put over AJ. Kevin
2: Owens, he won
3: the next two matches decisively. Mm. <laughs> um. Okay.
1: Whatever. I'm wrong.
3: Um. Let's go. To, see, wrestling almost kind of needs that as a thing. Mm. Yeah, I know. Like,
1: I, I like that Cena hasn't put over too many people because he's still special when he comes back. Yeah, like, that's true. Like,
3: no offense to like the Bucks and Kenny, like wanted to like put, be team players. Maybe fucking make the Young Bucks the
2: first fucking tag champs. Private Party shouldn't have won that match. Like, because you take out your best team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, your best fucking team and like your the most over team in your company.
1: They are so worried about seeming like they're the click when they <laughs> um, should be the fucking click. like they, sh- and, But use it as your character. Like It doesn't have to be... Yeah, in- do what Cody does.
3: Yeah. Give yourself the better entrances. <laughs> Give yourself the cool surprises. Wear all the suits. It will eventually G- turn...
1: You can eventually turn heel with it. Like It'll be so hard for them to turn heel, but eventually after the show is established and ev- people will get sick of it... And, and they start abandoning the record stuff. Yeah. Just do it.
2: Um, Let's talk about uh, Bret Hart versus Yokozuna.
1: This is where Yokozuna fell off the rope. This is which where one is this? this? I didn't is, actually.
3: Okay, so The only the one where um, only Yokozuna of fell this. off the rope. That's
1: at WrestleMania, right?
3: That, that's a different one. So that's it. Okay. That's against Stone Cold Steve Austin in a fr- like a uh, free for all that they did before. I think it was like Summer Slam of '96, and like he like falls off the ropes because like they said he's too fat, and this was them punishing him, and then he like rolls him up. Um, this
2: is WrestleMania nine. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yep, okay, yeah, in that 1993. One. Um, Bret Hart, so I I only watched the clips you sent, I didn't watch the match, because this was, like, the end of it. Yes. Bret Hart gets pocket sand in his eye. Yep, he gets
3: gets the, uh... Rice. ...of the, um, r- it was racist salt, as mm-hmm. education oh, yeah. would put it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Um...
3: And he gets salted in the eyes, and then loses against the winner of the Royal Rumble that year, Yokozuna, um... He was apparently he, for a big guy, a motherfucker could move at that mm-hmm. time. He, he looked cool, honestly. He, he started adding way too much weight later, but he was like over a,
1: 400 pounds eventually. Damn.
3: Oh, he was over 700 pounds. Yeah oh, yeah.
2: was he was that just a he, WWE thing or was he an ex-sumo wrestler? He's, no. He's, he's related to the rock. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's in the Anawai family. He, he is not Japanese. Oh, okay. Mister Fuji confused me. No, that's
3: that's the whole gimmick. Yeah, but he, like at that time he was probably about three fifty to four hundred, mm. but could still move. He got to like five, six, seven hundred pounds. Yeah, couldn't move. But they have their match. It's whatever. WrestleMania Nine is one of the worst WrestleManias of all time. Hulk Hogan
2: comes out. Fucking Hulk Hogan comes out to be like Brett. I got you, brother. So they and have an impromptu match. We talk about another Hulk Hogan match. I like this one more because it had his theme song. Real American's a fucking it's, banger. It is. I was so disappointed in the other one when it didn't start a, playing. Was it
3: Voodoo Child? Um, was it the Hendrix song or was it just the NWO song? It
2: was song? when he was NWO, so I don't know. Oh, okay. It right. wasn't cool. It wasn't it, Real it was American. American.
1: No, it wasn't Not the Hendrix, Hendrix song. Yeah. The Hendrix song
3: is dope. You it is. See? It's just
1: like, it's a, it's a dope song. Voodoo Child is a sick song. I just, <laughs> I hate Hogan using it.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was dope when he would play the air guitar and then like when they said like chop you down at the edge of my hand and do the chop as a little kid. I'm like, Yeah, that's fucking cool. Um Hogan comes in, is like, I'm gonna defend your honor, and then like Fuji's like, We'll face you right here. And so he
2: faces him for the title yeah. and Fuji throws pocket sand to Hogan and Hogan gets out of the way.
3: Hogan is not a, a fucking Debroney ass mark who just works himself into a shoot mm-hmm. and so then he fucking takes over and wins with the black eye,
1: and you, yeah that's, that's the, be- the black eye the black guy is so distracting also he is so skinny here because he had gotten off off steroids
2: um that was in my notes what's wrong with his
1: eye there's so many different stories about it but probably brett hart might have done it Hell yeah. Uh, I hope other, so. uh, he the the official story was a jet ski accident. <laughs> Sick. Where he hit his eye on the handlebars. <laughs> That's so
2: wrestling.
3: Um yeah. The other one was Macho Man. Yeah, Macho Man.
1: Yeah, there's all sorts of stories. Um
2: I really enjoyed Macho Man commentary. Macho Man was fantastic. He, he hated it though, right? He he wanted he just thought he could wrestle more. He wanted yeah. to wrestle still. He just he's so he was so fun to listen if to. If they would
3: have just let him keep wrestling. Like full time and also do that, then he would have been happy. Yeah. And he would have stayed. But all right, let's keep this Hogan train chugging along. <laughs> okay, so this is going to be Halloween Havoc 1998. No, we're gonna we're gonna take a little veer off. We're gonna go to the previous year. Okay. Halloween Havoc, nineteen ninety seven.
1: This is these
2: the, are like the worst shows ever, right? No, actually Halloween No, Havoc.
1: no, no, no. Oh, okay. Oh god, 2000. Nah. 1999 to two thousand WCW.
2: But it, Halloween Havoc aren't were they the worst shows? No. Okay.
3: They're
1: they're, that's what, I, that's they're just what I've heard. That's I would,
2: what people joke that's about That's where
1: most. um 96 was Eddie Ray, the 10 minutes mm-hmm. of fucking greatness. I, I would say that I've watched a lot of like wrestling with regret reviews of old pay-per-views and shit and um Halloween Havoc seems to have more bad shows than some of their other big ones because they're like legendarily bad and also because there's like spooky gimmick matches that are bad that okay, are I'm really mem- that are memorable. I'm going to watch all of them. Okay, so
3: 1997 is the fucking clash of oh, it was a ninety seven. It was Starcade. My bad. What hmm? Starcade ninety seven? Sorry, I'm derailing it, but it's still a Hogan thing. Starcade ninety seven, not Halloween okay. Havoc. Um, so we're I'm a couple months off. Is the big fucking match, Sting versus Hogan. My mom's favorite yep. wrestler, Sting. Yep, you yep. had Sting who hadn't who hadn't really been wrestling for over a year I can't. Up in the rafters for a year. He's been up in the rafters. He wasn't at TBN at this time. He not yet. He's uh he's been the one just systematically taking out the NWO. He's the only guy from WCW that has a chance to do anything. See, that story's so cool to me. And like he's like, Mm -hmm. This is WCW, this is their guy. And it's him versus Hogan for the belt. Bret Hart is in the crowd. And it's like, holy shit, Bret Hart's here from WWF the month after the fucking screw job. Okay, okay. He is here. And the whole gimmick is. It was supposed to be a fast count on Sting. Bret Hart's supposed to jump the rail, tell Nick Patrick, no, dude, that was a fucking like fast count, blah, blah, blah. And like, the match was supposed to get restarted. Fucking regular count. Bret jumps it mm. because Hogan told him to do regular
1: count, brother. So, therefore, it's like, you know, Bret Hart still gets the match restarted, but for Hogan. nothing. He's, he he's just a dumb. whiner. He's just, yeah.
3: He looks dumb. Sting loses the match. This is when he's like cool Sting, right? Like Crow Sting? Yeah, and then Mm -hmm. they restart, and then Sting wins and wins the title. But it's the most bullshit thing that Hogan's politicking. He killed Brett and
2: Sting's title run. We need to do a deep dive on Sting. A man called Sting. Because I want to know know the transition between server Sting and Crow Sting.
3: Oh, it's actually really cool. And and he tells WCW fans they can stick it.
1: And actually, Joker Sting in TNA is also actually pretty sick. Okay.
2: Let's yeah, we'll do a sting deep dive. I'll find that episode of TBN he was on. So my mom, my mom likes sting because
1: and then he was even like his debut Christian in WWE television. was that was really so fucking sick. dope. Like his like it was way too late. And remember
3: like- when he was like when he was in to fight uh, Seth and they were gonna have the Seth statue. Mm-hmm. They pull up the curtain and it's him. I was fucking badass too. Yeah, I was fucking cool. And then is that when Seth ended his career? That's where Seth fucking mm-hmm. power-bombed him to hell.
2: <laughs> okay, but that's for another he, episode. He skipped
3: out on surgery because he's still holding out for the Taker match, by the way.
2: Let's, uh, yeah. Let's, uh... Oh, sorry. How would you do that? It's an accident. Um, so, Hogan versus Warrior, Halloween Havoc 98.
3: Trying to relive the magic they had from WrestleMania 6 eight years ago. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: um, Many steroids ago. Hogan is offensively tan.
3: it is so bad at this point Mm. he looks like a burnt hot dog yeah um
2: he uses a belt at some point
3: it's his weight belt
1: yeah
2: why wasn't he dq'd i
1: don't know wcw yeah um Why haven't people been getting DQ'd in most AEW matches? (laughs) WCW. WCW.
2: He got... (laughs) This was so confusing. A flaming piece of paper? So it's supposed uh, to... Trying to be a
1: (laughs) fireball? It was
3: supposed to be... So uh, a fireball is something that fucking Memphis made famous. Yeah. Jerry Jerry Lawler Lawler.
1: has thrown thousands of fireballs.
3: But he did it right. Yeah, and so it's supposed to be a flash paper where it's like, yeah. you just light it, whoosh. I've seen a Fantasio match. I
2: know what magic is.
3: And so it's supposed to just look like he's throwing a fireball, but he couldn't light it. <laughs> he couldn't get the fucking lighter.
1: He was fucking Joe Bluth.
0: Oh, yeah. So um, well, where did the lighter fluid come from?
2: So he hits him in the nuts? Yep. Mm-hmm. And then, is was that part of this whole thing? If, or was it because the fire didn't work? Because the fire didn't work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Horace Hogan?
3: That's his, his oh, illegitimate stepson or I did not rewatch something? this, it's his shoot. and I forgot how it's bad it is. To shoot nephew.
2: Okay, um, uh, come, he comes in with a chair. Uh, Bischoff holds the ref. Yep. Um, so Horace could hit Warrior, and they had some beef or something in the past before this. Nope. Oh, okay. Um, so Hogan
1: <laughs> ends up. That would playing. make more sense.
2: <laughs> um, and then pours lighter fluid all over over Warrior. Yeah, I guess.
1: Hmm. You're asking these questions like there's an there's, there's no a reasonable a, answer. There's no answers to these.
2: I hate this. And so you think that's bad? <laughs> like there is worse. <laughs> um. Yeah. That was. And they didn't even follow through with lighting him on fire. Like you just wasted lighter fluid. I just they didn't follow through with anything because like
3: I'm like the next couple weeks, warrior's gone. Okay.
1: Also during this feud, warrior showed up in a mirror. That the camera that was watching Hogan could see. Like, and Hogan could see. And Hogan could see, but like, Nobody it else wasn't, he wasn't it. real. No one else could see it. So the camera is seeing through Hogan's eyes, but also in third person of Hogan.
3: And then also, Warrior mailed Hogan a, a Hogan head.
0: I,
1: That's a pretty sick gif, though, now.
2: It is. I get why people love wcw it's people who like stupid shit no actually a lot of people that love wcw
3: love
1: southern wrestling which has plenty of stupid shit in it but this was like still like no one like this This, this is, nobody like this
3: helped
2: this. kill the territory brother but this is why like there's that show devoted to watching the bad stuff yeah okay um What's, is hogan still next on your list no i just did we, oh
1: did we not i don't think we had finger poke of doom on the list and that's, oh no that is literally the worst finish of all time yeah
2: let's talk about that i didn't watch that i've watched that but i don't i didn't rewatch it for this
1: okay so i don't i have no idea what wcw pay-per-view is at but it's
2: kevin nash and hogan right Yes. yeah
1: so it's supposed to be this big fucking like ti- wcw title match kevin nash is the champion hogan comes out to challenge him um he's in red and yellow right yes like back to like baby he was
3: he was it it was it was wolfpack versus hollywood right it was it was red and yellow guy but then he was uh like he was there in all black
1: yeah he's so he's part of hollywood and nwo hollywood and this is on a nitro by the way it's a very famous nitro
3: and a very famous raw that happened that same night
1: is this is Butts and Seats. That's Butts and Seats, right? This is Butts and Seats. When Mick Foley won the title on Raw.
2: Oh, and uh, Bischoff. Sh- it was Tony announced Sh- it on TV. Tony, Schiav- Tony
3: Schiavone said, on the other show, Mick Foley's about to win the world championship. That'll, That'll put, put, put-, put Butts
1: in the seats, and like two hundred and fifty thousand people switch channels immediately
3: at that moment. A quarter so, of
1: a million people to go watch Twitter Raw
3: because they're guaranteed a title change mm. against and with somebody that they love.
1: Yeah. So. They, yeah. These two come out, act like they're going to have a match. And then Hogan just pokes Kevin Nash in the chest and he does a back bump. And then Hogan pins him, wins the title. And then the two celebrate together and re, rejoin the two, two parts of the NWO.
2: <laughs> yep. So at this point, the NWO was separated.
1: Yeah,
3: Hollywood and Wolfpack. And like, <clears throat> there's even a third, the B team. Mm, yeah. Cool. Was Scott Norton and Stevie Ray? Was and Wolfpack Vincent?
2: Was Wolfpack Nash and Diesel?
3: Nash and Diesel the same person? But Nash oh, and Hall Nash and, and Hall. Sting and, and Razor Moon—that's yeah.
2: Hall, I know. <laughs> um, then
3: we're just going to continue on this Hogan train because okay. a lot of bad finishers There's so over. many. Oh, that's
2: not surprising. So
3: in August of the same year, 1999, you have what's called Bash at the Beach. Yeah, I've heard these are bad too. Was, the 96 one was so sick cuz that's when the um NWO formed. Mm. Oh, okay, but this one right here is very infamous because you have Jeff Jarrett going up against Hulk Hogan. Oh my god. And so before the match starts Vince Russo's coming down to the ring who's the writer at the
0: time? Yeah. yeah.
1: But on and on screen as the writer The writer. <laughs>
3: he is creative on screen. God. Jeff Jarrett gets in the ring and, and Hogan comes out and like they had Hogan was supposed to win then go away for a while and then like he, Hogan was supposed to win he didn't want to lose he didn't want to do the job and they're trying to say oh my god like whatever like he's gonna win Jeff Jarrett didn't want to do it but he was going to Russo was like no that's not the story you want to fucking do so Hogan has creative control at the end of the day in his contract he negotiated he can do whatever the fuck he wants mm-hmm. so he's like I'm not losing doesn't work for me brother So they're supposed to do this weird storyline where Hogan's supposed to just beat, like, he's supposed to just pin Jarrett, and Jarrett's just going to lay down for him. There's a big clash. Hogan goes away, then comes back, and he's like, I'm the real world champion. And then he's going to fight Jarrett or whoever. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to unify the titles. So they do this. Jarrett just lays down. Hogan's like, what the hell's this shit? Pins him, takes the belt. And then gets on the mic and says, this is why the company's in the goddamn shape that is, because you pull shit like this. Damn. Vince Russo then, after Hogan leaves the building, comes back out and says, you're never going to see that big, bald son of a bitch again. Then explains to everybody that this is a work. Hogan didn't want to (laughs) lose.
1: Yeah. And also, Hogan threw the championship belt, like, just got rid of it. Yeah.
3: And that um, he said that he, he... Goes to that job for the fight for the Booker T's and the Jeff Jarrett's and the people who are there to wrestle enough not for Hulk Hogan. and Just buried him and said he's like a, a fucking asshole and he's full of shit this and all this and just buried Hogan. Wasn't supposed to happen. Hogan actually sued WCW and won because of it. Mm-hmm. But that happened during their pay-per-view. Jesus. That entire thing happened during the show. Yeah. And the, the, like the the commentary team was Shivani, Mark Madden, and None of them Scott knew what Hudson, the fuck was happening. And they're just staring at the camera and they're like, We don't know what's going on. That's not on our format sheets. We don't know. They what's said the happening. word like
1: format <laughs> sheets, like on TV. Like
3: And then they just kept trying to go on with the show. That's wild.
1: Yeah, it's so bonkers.
2: And uh what other ones you got on the list there? Um I'll, I'll I'm gonna, stop
3: with
1: this Hogan trick. Yeah.
2: I'm gonna go to Twitter because I think we'll talk about the most important one at the end. Okay, so um when you when are loading it up on Twitter, this one's
3: really quick. Dustin Rhodes versus Terry Funk, Uncensored two thousand.
2: Yeah, I didn't end up watching this. I was It
3: was sick great. Of it. So um Terry Funk comes out with a chicken and says that it's Dustin's brother. Because he's a chicken, and <laughs> his whole family's a chicken. Dusty Rhodes, you big, fat, fucking, egg-sucking dog fuck. Man, I should have watched this one. <laughs> Terry Funk's the best. <laughs> Terry Funk is and so good. And so it's a bull rope match. And then in the middle of the match, Terry Funk just gets on the match. It's not a bull rope match. It's just a no-disqualification match. Uh, oh! And in the middle <laughs> of the match, gets on the mic and just changes the match. Yeah. Here's the, And that's... it's not like it's a bad finish. It's just hilarious. And um, Funk's
2: like a... like hardcore legend right he's just a legend
1: legend okay here's another quick one before we get to twitter because i thought of one that we didn't uh include but in wcw once there was a thing called a san francisco 49ers match (laughs) um which was four boxes there were in san francisco i'd have no idea what 49ers had to do with it um there were four boxes suspended above the ring one above each corner and one of them had the WCW world title in it. This just
2: sounds like a Mario Party minigame.
1: It basically was. The other ones just had like... rant. One had... A picture of Scott Hall. Scott Hall. Didn't one have Viagra in it? No, that, no, that was, was Viagra, Viagra on a pole match. That was Viagra on a pole match. But like... <laughs> God, I want to no, watch WCW. Blow, blow Up Doll was in one though. Sick. Um, And when Booker T went to go take the box down that had the title in it, it just broke off and the title just fell out and fell down to the floor. <laughs> And you had to go retrieve it and be like,
3: "Yeah, I won the championship." They also had a pinata in the pole match once. Hmm, sounds racist. It was. It was.
2: Was it Eddie it, and Ray?
3: No, it was all the luchadors, and then you had Ed Ferrar as Oklahoma, which was them parroting Jim Ross, uh, his fucking Bell's palsy and all.
0: Hmm.
3: Yep. Hmm. With one of Jim Ross's shoot best friends, like right next to him.
2: Um. So Jimmy Bowman uh, mentioned the Halloween Havoc Hogan Fireball. Fuck yeah. Um. And also, uh, Goldberg slash DP is that Dallas Diamond Dallas Page? Yeah, Diamond Dallas Page. Yeah, Uh, headliner. Oh, is he talking – is oh, that the That, that thing? was a No, that was a, great, that was a great match. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Mm. That was Goldberg's best match ever. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. It says say cut out before the really good – That's yes. right. Okay, okay. Yep. So yeah. because that match went long and they fucked up everything, <laughs> mm-hmm. the
3: pay-per-view feed cut out before they got that match.
2: Damn. Yeah. Um, and then this is – this is one I didn't forget about and I, I forgot about and I watched it. Uh, Logan Kenny won on Twitter. Um, Asuka getting beat because James Elf- Ellsworth popped up in her rope.
1: Oh shit, that, that was real bad. Um, that was pretty
2: bad. Uh, Nakamura
1: Styles
2: double DQ due to simultaneous dick punching.
1: That was bad. I thought that was kind of funny. It was kind of like, funny but there's a lot worse. In the string of how many dick punch based like, finishes that that feud had. I agree on that but just like in the grand scheme of things like with the, all the
3: shit we've talked about. It's all on the list. Yeah, <laughs> that one's somewhat reasonable compared to some. It this really is. It's because I'm thinking about all these WCW ones that are all flooding back in. I'm like,
2: oh no, oh no, oh no. Um, this is one I want Zach to
1: explain yeah, to me. Um, I, yeah. What is it? It is. It's Osprey versus um Jimmy Havoc. Jimmy Havoc. They're, they're blow off in progress. That's a like 48 minute match. Um, I don't entirely disagree, but. I, I'm not. I don't think that the finish is as bad as Logan does, but I understand. The, so it, it you is, said it's funny bad. It's so it's a two out of three falls match, and then and it's like 47 minutes long. It's brutal. Like they're burning hammers on the chairs and shit. And, oh yeah. Um, I didn't rewatch it, but um, from what I remember, it, it this match ended up just setting up Jimmy versus Paul Robinson at Wem- that their big Wembley show. mm mm-hmm. Um. And Paul Robinson was the special guest ref, and he ends up turning on Jimmy to help Osprey win,
0: mm-hmm.
1: basically. And so, like, for what this huge match was, like, to have then, like... For being their blow-off. Yeah, and for how huge that feud was and stuff. Like, I get it. Like, it, it, the Paul Robinson match that he, like, with Jimmy was sick, so it, like, set up something good at least. But, yeah, for, a, like, 48-minute long match, then and with the ref turning on one of the people in it, kind of... Kind of deflating.
3: Yeah. The ECW, this is from Brady, ECW, December to dismember, uh 06, the uh, Elimination Chamber match. <laughs> yeah. We talked about this one. Is
2: that the Punk? Where Punk was supposed to beat Big Show? Yeah, where mm-hmm. Heyman's like, you have not beat Big Show, and you have him
3: beat Lashley. Well, it, it, Punk lost. Sabu never got into the match. Um, It was just awful. Big show versus Lashley and Lashley wins. <laughs> um, and then also, this one's from Walter the rumble where Roman Reigns won, <laughs> he got the rock booed. Mm-hmm. That one isn't as much of a dumb finish as like it's bad a dumb decision. finish, it's a bad decision. Yeah, I think maybe we could have uh opened up the criteria a little bit for that one, yeah, because at the end of the day, that's what they're trying to push and they fucking just did it. Mm-hmm. Um Here's a one I just thought of from that same era. The Undertaker match where he tapped out. The, um, the ref fucking rings a bell, but he had already tapped out once. But the, the ref didn't see it. The bell ringer rings the bell. Brock lets go. Then he hits him with a dick kick. Then puts him on the Hell's Gate. And then he flips him off. And then Taker wins. What mm-hmm. the fuck was that? What? Yeah. yeah. It's a lot. Was Brock not supposed to win that? No, Brock... Uh, Taker won it. And Brock... Like, they just wanted to protect Brock so much that they, like, did, like, a million different things to make sure that Taker would win, but Brock looked strong.
1: Who booked that finish, AEW? <laughs> <laughs> Alright,
2: let's talk about the big boy. Uh, Triple H versus Booker T, WrestleMania 19.
1: This is your favorite mania, right? This is my favorite mania. Okay. This, this is, is, this is again,
3: like... a, a poor decision and even worse, like, production of the match.
1: Yeah. 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 Like, this this match is good. Like, it is a solid match. Like... Mm-hmm. You know, between these two, like they had pretty good chemistry no, and shit. Like
3: I, uh, I had to do it again. Uh, still beat him.
1: Like from a standpoint of like the feud the feud is built well and stuff, like all of this stuff was built so well if Booker T won. Yeah. And it's because, not just like it's not just the decision to have Booker T lose. It is fucking how Triple H buried Booker T yeah. in the finish of the match too. So
2: like I watched the video package. He even did the fucking like Harlow hangover on it. Mm. He never does that. I watched I loved that. I watched the video package and now I just have a lot of questions with Booker T. Did he actually go to prison? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's that's a real thing. Okay. Like um and was Triple H a heel in going into this match or was he oh, the yeah. good guy? Oh yeah, he okay. was a heel.
1: Okay. okay. That's good. He had been um, he had that title because Eric Bischoff gave it to him. Okay. When they reactivated the title. They didn't have a match to decide it. Eric Bischoff gave him the belt.
2: Okay. Um, and yeah, he called them a common street thug. Yep. Um, somebody like you doesn't get to be a champion. And
1: that same promo mentioned nappy hair.
2: Yep. Oh, uh, WCW was a joke. So, fair.
1: But, <laughs> yeah. Fair. Um, but also that is the WCW belt they're fighting for. It's
2: also fair. Oh, um, Another, this is just a random thing. I didn't recognize Ric Flair. Looks so much different there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, commentary says Triple H is good because he's never been arrested. He's a good boy. Um, well, that was all Lawler. JR said that uh, he already paid the price. That No. That Booker T already paid the price. He's deserving of the I championship. I mean, Lawler was a heel at that point. Yeah, yeah. And
1: he, he was still in his heel okay, mode. Okay,
2: that makes sense. He was just like. <laughs> but then like, when you it... don't want your kids looking up to a to a, a felon.
1: But then the stoop to that level and then have it this end how it did. How many times has Lawler been arrested? Oh. <laughs> for <laughs> for what for which, for which thing and with with you know people of what age? Fourteen and in ninety four. Mm. <laughs>
2: Um, so yeah, explain the finish of this match because so, I didn't write that
1: down. Like one, like I don't, I didn't rewatch it. It's too hard to rewatch. But like Triple H, kick, he kicked out of the, the the Booker T's finisher, right? Like so he
3: kicked out of the book and kicked out of the scissor kick, kicked out of the. I think at the time he called it the Houston Hangover. Yeah. So his fucking front flip leg drop from the top rope, which is okay. so sick. A
1: man that size doing that, um, he kicked out of every one of his finishers. And then Triple H hit one pedigree. Mm-hmm. And then took more than 20 seconds to crawl across the ring yep. and cover Booker. Yep. yep. And then Booker still fucking lost.
3: Yeah. And he politicked to win that because it was actually booked initially for Booker T to win. This was going to be his big story arc and make him a big star. Yeah. Would well, have made sense. Instead, he then joins the NW. No, that was before.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it is, it is like, it is so abysmal on so many levels. Like the racist build to it it was shitty, but you know, if a heel does that and then loses and it's like an inspiring story. Like it's more, it's a a redemption story. There's a redemption. It's like,
3: you know what? This guy is a piece of shit. Triple H and he's this. And he's saying that, you know, he, somebody that's been in trouble like this and like he's just a fucking thug and he's like no i'm a fucking champion now and he wins it's super inspiring to somebody that's maybe yeah. who's been through anything like that or lived a hard life like you know what fucking booker did it i'm gonna do this yeah. too. Yeah. and
1: like the whole thing with booker he was five time five time five time five time five time wcw champion nice and like that was the whole thing it was like i'm gonna get that belt back that was the wcw championship it's this been brought is mine. here this is mine mm-hmm. and then like he didn't get it and then this was two thousand three. He King Booker didn't wasn't until, what, two thousand eight? And oh, that's that? when he finally won another world championship. Damn. Like his whole thing was I'm a five time champion. And then like he didn't win it again for another five years.
2: Jesus. Um, and I would argue that Triple H was the worst influence on children. How many kids got detention because they did the socket to their teachers? Me. Just kidding, I didn't at that
0: time.
1: I mean that's a very common story you hear from wrestlers.
2: Yeah, um, but yeah, so sometimes wrestling is bad.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's fucking <laughs> awful.
2: <laughs> that's that's all I gotta say about that. Um, let's roll for next week. Okay.
1: It's just between me and Isai.
2: Yeah, I kind of like this one where we just kind of like.
1: Oh shit! So it's me. It's, it's a nineteen. 15. See if I can roll that nat twenty. Nope, I got fourteen. It's
0: all Isai. Right.
3: Still both very high rolls.
1: Yeah. I mean, what's working with her modifiers? What are we rolling for? Charisma? intelligence, um, Swag. What? Oh, fuck.
2: All I right. A negative um, four modifier on that. <laughs> I don't know. That shirt's pretty good.
1: It is a Monami Toyota shirt, but I didn't. I got it from Jenna, so somehow. I mean, you're wearing it. True. Fair enough.
3: All right. So we're going to talk thanks, about. Um, yeah. Thanks, Jenna. You're the best. She is. Shout no, out no, Jenna. <laughs> the fucking Packers. Mom bought a tickets to the fucking Lambeau Field. Bears versus Packers. Hell yeah! Fuck, I'm excited. I'm gonna die. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I said her family's gonna watch me weep. Like have a you ever baby. watched the Packers? Not oh. I not live and not at what? Lambeau Field. Don't
1: don't don't mm-hmm. cry at Lambeau. It will freeze to your face. Not and you'll live
3: die. at Lambeau Field against their biggest rival.
2: Oh, yeah, I know all about the Bears Ravel because of work.
3: We are going to talk about, because that StarCast panel that Cole Cabana is hosting, it's about jobbers. Okay. About good hands.
2: Okay.
3: We're going to talk next week about jobbers and also the evolution of jobbers and what they are now.
2: Okay. I like that idea. Oh, yeah.
1: So I will talk about S.D. Jones. S.D. fucking Jones. Like.
2: Is there a difference between jobbers and enhancement talent? Same thing. Okay, okay.
1: It's like wrestling and sports entertainment. <laughs>
2: okay. Um, well, yeah, that's the episode. Suck your own talking to you for way too long. Real quick, um, go to fanbite.com and find the article My ass. to walk a mile in Dave Meltzer's Saucenies. Uh, Kath Barbadoro, um, also from Wrestles Plania mentioned earlier. Um, she's not on it anymore. Did a very <laughs> Very good article just about Dave Meltzer's fashion and just Dave Meltzer in general and how much she loves him and also dislikes him. It's kind of like how everyone feels about him. Like, he's very smart, but he's so fucking weird. I explained this to Nello yesterday. I said Dave
3: Meltzer talks about Vince McMahon being in a bubble, but his bubble is right next to his. Mm-hmm. And I said, Dave's bubble is going to be bigger than Vince's. Yeah. But, and he also surrounds himself with people that aren't in his bubble, unlike Vince mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, Homeboy does at least three shows a week, if not mm-hmm. four or five, writes a newsletter and reports on um the news and gets scoops, and then watches every single thing mm-hmm. so Motherfucker's gonna be weird yeah. yeah
2: there's a there's a kind of a sad moment in here where she just dis- talks about how. He loves this business so much, but he'll never actually be a part of it because of how, like, outs, like, because of the role he's made for himself. And it's kind of, it's kind of sad. Um, I disagree with that because he's,
3: he's so in, he's so in the business because he is a, like, he created like almost like this wrestling journalism outside yeah, yeah. of mm-hmm. K Fabe on like Bill Lapter. I,
1: yeah. I, I don't like, I don't know if he's ever talked about her before or not, but like, I wonder if he ever wanted to be a wrestler. Like, did he actually he's want
3: jacked? to be? jacked. Like, he said he yeah. never, he never wanted to do anything in the, like in wrestling. Like so no. dude,
1: like, I, I kind of, I get that. Like I have like read and like seen like really, really great like music journalists and stuff mm-hmm. like that, that don't play music. Yeah, like, yeah. and I, I can understand that. Like I'm not that way, but yeah, like, yeah. Um, I I can t- kind of get that.
2: Yeah. Um, just check it out if you want, it's a good read. Um and Russell Boys316 says, I've always wanted to be a sexy dinosaur. No we don't. I do. No, we don't. It's still my Twitter bio from whenever I spent that oh.
3: years ago. Who'd you say it too? <laughs> oh.
2: No one will survive! Yeah, no one will survive
0: There's no escape.